Hail and well met, weary traveller. Allow me, the voice out of time of the demon cursed by his own hubris to bring you these audio dramas every time that I have them available to allow you to hear the curse of this one, which is that for the first, like, half, the audio's not great uh, because the battery, the microphone ran out. Uh, it becomes repaired by... Uh, an angel among mortal beings, um, uh, Sasha's fiance Chloe, who brings us a battery about you know like you know halfway two thirds of the way through. But uh, until then, it's it's not it's not great. It's not it does not sound good. Um, uh, but I've I've done I've done what I can. Uh, my magical powers only extend to very limited. They're very limited. They do not extend very far. Uh, anyway. On with the show! So, I think what makes the most sense to me, because like I said, these little scenes that I have planned for you guys for your flashback are not long, and I think that it makes more sense to do those before we do your intro, Jake. Um, <laughs> does that work for everybody? Mm-hmm. Does yeah, I Flashbacks require participation? They are going to... Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was like... They, I did not originally plan for them to, so this is going to be some improv on everyone's part. But like I said, I'm, I'm splitting what I intended to be one session that was going to be really dense into two moderately dense sessions. You guys are about to go somewhere really rather dangerous. No, I, I'm letting you know. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, here we are, the brave, the bold, the imperiled Rathgard sport. Yes. Um, and you guys are going to be going somewhere really, really scary. And some of you might die um, because it's very hard, which I didn't warn you about, but that's fine. Um, so we're going to have some some flashbacks to kind of where you guys came from. Because with the exception of Gary, I think all of you came from really bad circumstances and that's what kind of forced you into the position of being universe explorers um so Spencer um like I said I uh I just um I wrote up like short little sentences um because I wasn't originally intending these to be scenes but I think that it's wise to kind of Explore them a little more. I'm um, very excited. So sure, 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 sure. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't go too deep for you. Um, mm. but Spencer looks over his shoulder as he loads up his most precious possessions into a locker. It's not any of the jewelry or antiques he's taken, nor is it the money he's gotten from those ventures. <laughs> he is attempting to safeguard the most important thing: his memories. So why don't you tell me, like, about what prompted that, like, was it fear? Was it just a habitual thing that Spencer's always done where he keeps his diaries in kind of an an off-site space? Like, talk to me, like, about this kind of ubiquitous thing about keeping notebooks for Spencer. Yeah. I I think this is really good background. We have like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I 
I thought you were saying, were they coming out of my no, head? No, no, no. I was, like, I was just I saying, like, 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 I don't think it's... Like, just, I don't know, it gave very, like, Sasha. somber flashbacks to what I tried. I was like, yeah. Like, Sasha's, like, up on her game. She has, like, Foley <laughs> work. Um, I think that the importance of writing things down and and keeping records is something that um he gets from his mom she's a like a i don't know she's like a researcher so a lot of her life is reading things that people have written down and like the and so much of all time has been you know lost because somebody either didn't write something down or, or, or it, it got destroyed. And so when he was little, he just started writing all of his things that he could think of down. And this also helped because he couldn't, can't, actually can't really remember that far back. Like he, he lives in the moment, not exactly out of choice. <laughs> so, so knowing what's happened is imp it's important to have it be known but it's it's not necessary that it be public because a lot of the things that he's done if they were public he'd be in trouble so i guess my question would be does how like how aware is Spencer's mom that he has kind of absorbed this from her? Like, how involved is their relationship? I don't think that he would tell her. I mean, I really don't see why he... I don't see, know if he would. Um, I don't know. He doesn't really... What's his relationship with her? Like, what is... Like, are they close? Like, who does Spencer go to pre-Arles if he needs, like, not help with a job, but, like, emotional help? Like, I'm really worried about X, Y, Z. Like. I know this, this, is, this is not really yes-anding your thing, but I don't think that he does. Like, I think that he lives very much inside his own little world. Like he, if so, he, if he, if he, for a long time, he would probably go to his friend, the gnome guy, but like after he died, there isn't really anyone like his, he admires his mom because he thinks she's very smart and very capable, but I don't think he would. I don't, I, I don't think that he considers his life complexly enough to have an emotional response to it, which is crazy. Because that's all my life is, is emotional responses to things. I guess, I think that, like, that's, that's good. That's, that's knowledge for everyone about kind of what Spencer's past and kind of inner life is like. I guess that leads me to what I think makes the most sense given that as a little scene that we could do is um, 
maybe uh, the moment that we have talked about that Spencer got in a little too deep on a job. Oh boy, there's a bunch of those. What job? <laughs> the one with the engagement. Oh, right. <laughs> well, that's sort of the end of a job. So there's the whole story of it, which is um, like he... He he stole something. He stole some thing, but then the guy didn't pay him. This is this is some. This, a lot of his stories in his life are he stole something and the guy didn't pay him, because he's a pretty good thief, but he's not a very good business person. Or the money. So he doesn't end up with the thing. He doesn't end up with the money. He mostly just ends up in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so like he steals something like a a bear or a big I think in the story it's a bear and he the guy doesn't pay him and he doesn't have the thing so he goes back to his house and uh it's an it's not even an apartment it's like a hotel room and the uh police are taking all of his stuff out in little boxes that all look the same which is very offensive to him because all of his stuff looks different and so to put it in a little box when you're taking like you just you've ta you've made it into units. units instead of like objects you know that's it's offensive uh and, and he says something like uh you know what are you doing and they're like oh taking this guy's uh this is a thief's house and so he breaks into the apartment next to his and goes down the fire escape and then it's like i don't know three or four in the morning or something and he's at a one of these restaurants, one of these cafes that don't close. And a kid comes in with the newspaper. And uh, it says, there's a coded message from his dad that his mom is um, dying. Um, and so he goes home. Uh, I'm not telling it like he would. He would be a lot more animated about it. But uh, in my thinking about it, like he's... Like, he's worried. Like, he doesn't want her to die. And it turns out that she isn't. She's just old. And uh, so he and his dad fix it from his perspective. They fix it. But what they really do is they they, they do some necromancy. <laughs> and his mom... It's a large strip of wine. Zero meet a hundred. <laughs> Like, like he doesn't understand what they did, but they drew a big circle around the house and, and the yard died, and then his mom stopped dying. <laughs> and now you can't, you can't walk up the, you have to stay on the flagstones. It's very important that you stay on the flagstones because it's elf magic, right? And it's all about circles and paths. So as long as you stay on the path, you're fine. But, um is his mom could even say fame right fame magic um and so he's like oh well everything's fine and then his dad says something like uh uh i got you a job and he goes no thank you and his dad says you're it's with the 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 governor and you're like he's like all right whatever and so for the next like three or four years he's the secretary to a governor or something like that um 
but what's important about that is that um, the secretary's son's really nice, and they're like friends. And so, where do you want that? Where do you want to be? I guess my question is, when does like what? How is Spencer on the take as the secretary? Like, how is Spencer like? How, what's what's the what's the scam here? What's the play? Um, I mean, there isn't one. He's lived a good long while, and being and the way that he so is like doing doing what he's supposed to do. He's not stealing from the governor. Not, not mostly. I mean, like the way <laughs> the way that he lives his life is that people tell him to do things and then he does them like like when he was working with the the gnome he liked having a boss like the gnome was like hey i got a job for you and he's like cool and then he'd go do it very capably um and then he'd come back um so the question is next like this governor's son what's his name oh shit i wrote it down <laughs> Um, I think it's something like, let's see. I think I made a little fake newspaper clipping. Uh, Oliver. Yes. What sours things with Oliver? Oh, um, well, they've been going out for a while, and uh, Oliver's a nice guy, and his, his his it's really neat to have like a uh, someone to talk to and a, a friend again, and uh, they've been dating. They've also been dating. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it's also neat to have, like, it's probably very weird to be dating your boss's son, but it's, it's really neat to have this sort of, like, power, this, like, this, like, uh, I don't know, this, like, place, almost? Um, and then Oliver proposes... And he accepts, and then they're going to have a, I don't know, like a ball or or something like, like when you have your announce like your wedding announcement in the paper, but right, like a right. a party. Having an engagement party. Yeah, they're gonna have a party. I don't know. What happened? I'll make up something if you don't tell me. He. I don't know. It's the it's like the night before this party is supposed to happen. They've already planned it out. They've already he's already thought about it, and he's get cold feet. I mean, it's it's he doesn't want to. I don't know. He doesn't want to commit that much. Like he likes 
Oliver and he's been having fun. Okay. But the idea of getting married scares the shit out of him. Okay. And it also doesn't like, and maybe he feels like, like if he was, if this was right, it wouldn't. Right? Sure. So, all right. This is the plan. So, Spencer is getting dressed in very, very expensive clothing. And, like, there's probably some part of Spencer's mind that for the three or four years that he's worked at the governor's house, like, has evaluated everything in the house down to the last copper. <laughs> You're not, like, paying attention, but just, like, you know, he knows where everything is. <laughs> yeah. Keep it cat. Um, and there's a knock on the door and it's Oliver and he says, oh, I'm so excited to come for you to come downstairs. Everyone is waiting for you. They all want to meet you. My father's friends, they can't wait for you to be part of our family. And I know this is a lot, but I'm just, I'm so excited. I love you. I'll see you in a minute. I'm going to give him a kiss and tell him that I'll be down in two minutes. Okay. And now you're alone in this very lavish upstairs apartment um, in the governor's mansion that you normally work in the office of. And what do you do? I... You can hear the music drifting up from downstairs, laughter and clinking glasses. I feel like I'm going to throw up, but I don't. I I mean, I feel like I do very, very much right now. My heart's beating out of my chest, and I do feel like I'm going to throw up a little bit. Um, I... I go out the window onto the ledge. Do you take anything with you? Uh, yeah, I take I take all the stuff I normally have. I have. Um, Do you take anything that's not yours? From this room, no, because this is just like my room. Right, um, but have you? Are you absconding with objects that belong to the governor's mansion? Uh, from not from this room. I'm gonna go out onto the. Yes. I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna change out of the clothes I was gonna party in because they'd be probably a. I don't know, like an emerald suit or something like that, into like clothes that I would wear out. So something like kind of dark. Um, the wool cape I had at the beginning. Um, and I and my sword and uh whatever diaries i've accumulated um no i i would only take the most recent one no 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 i'd have two or three so i yeah whatever diaries i've accumulated i try and keep them on me but um that's very interesting this is what i'm thinking of okay so i take the most recent diary and i leave the rest of them there because i think i'm going to come back I go out the window onto the ledge. I don't know. I, I've, I'm I've i imagining a movie from the 1920s uh, to the um, 
governor's actual room where the where the, where he would be um because Oliver just said that they're all downstairs so I'm going to go up to his office or or bedroom or whatever um because the most expensive thing in here and the easiest to carry like there's like there's like Faberge eggs there's like gold things made of gold um but the thing that I want is uh, an emerald scepter about uh, fuck, five feet tall maybe um and i don't think he thinks that much about what he's doing he just he's on autopilot panics yeah <laughs> okay so you you presumably take this emerald scepter a shillelagh even <laughs> And you take it and you drop back down to your room and you grab your notebooks and... No, because no, he that. leaves in a bigger hurry than that. What happens? Does someone catch you? I mean, someone does, must, right? Does one, do you not realize that you're in trouble until you see it in the paper the next day that this thing has been stolen and you're the suspect? No, because he doesn't make it to the next morning. Um, so, okay, so here's what happens. So you get up to the room and you have, you know, cracked the safe or opened the glass case or whatever it is. And um, in comes uh, the, the governor and Oliver. And they're, they're holding champagne glasses and they're laughing. And... Uh, the mayor is turned around looking behind him at his son and doesn't see you and says, oh, yes, the contract's right up here. I'll show it so that we can bring it downstairs for the both of you to sign. And so he does, he's still laughing and, and, and um, having a good time. I like this. And, but Oliver's facing you uh, because he was looking at his dad. And you see this, like, glowing radiant smile of the man you love just turn into shock and and hurt and pain and he takes a second and he looks you up and down and realizes that you've changed out of your party clothes and what you're doing and he drops his glass and it shatters and the mayor looks back at his son and and is real like what's going on and turns around and looks at you and his face starts to turn red. I grab it. I, I jump out the window. I think we're on the second floor. Mm -hmm. I guess I could make that. I jump out the window. Mm -hmm. And I... I mean, I guess I... Boy, that... I couldn't jump out of a second floor window. But I guess I'm not a master thief or whatever. And so I just keep moving cool before you you run towards i think he wonders if he's a psychopath like like you run towards the gates and before you can leave you're caught by the guard um and uh over the next few days you realize that your choices are to become a world walker or face more serious legal penalties and your choice is made. I think, um, I don't think it was a choice. I think that 
from his perspective, he just was stuck in a cell for a long time. And then they're like, you're a world walker because somebody else spoke on his behalf. But like from his perspective, this is just like the next thing. Carberry. Carberry frowns over her work in the utilitarian back office of a very fancy shop. Her partner comes into the room after locking up, but Carberry is too consumed to notice. Carberry finally looks up when she gets a kiss on the head and distractedly says that she'll come to bed as soon as she can figure out how to get this piece right. Talk about when the when you first started realizing that the things that you were making were hers. Um, probably pretty soon after the shop break-in, because I imagine that there was a lot of stock to make up for, um, and that Carter was pretty consumed by the work to like not think about what was actually like happening or had happened because like she had had no experience of magic before that and so she didn't really like want to think about it but like she could feel that it was different like you you've said before that like when I make a magic object I can tell you can now yeah but probably when it first started happening you probably just said like felt like oh it's I feel like editor, I feel weird. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if this, this doesn't quite suit what I was, like my vision. Something's wrong with it. The composition's wrong. I can't figure it out. But yeah. it's good enough. And so, like, she was spending a lot of time trying to make things, and it like felt more difficult than it was before. Um, and then, I would guess that it was probably like customers started coming in, complaining about like weird things. Okay. Like. You know, like people who are, would be like, oh, I have a nickel allergy. I don't think this is pure silver like you claim, but instead it's like, I really it's making them break out in hives. Yeah. But, and they don't know why. And like, like they sold enchanted objects at the store, but she wasn't the one who was enchanting them. Right. So, like, at first they probably thought it was um, her partner because her partner was the enchanter. Mm -hmm. uh, and then. Uh, figured out that, that wasn't the case because her partner started like testing the objects before she was enchanting them to like prove that it wasn't her doing. So, okay, so here's here's the um, what what's the what's Harvey's partner saying again? You'll notice that I've been saying her partner. Yeah, I, I don't remember. That's fine. Uh, um, uh, no. Irish name Basil. It's like Saoirse Basil or something like that. Yeah, Saoirse. Okay, Saoirse. Saoirse Basil? I don't know. Well, I don't remember the last name, but it was Saoirse was the first name. Okay. Well, because it's Basil and Obino, and you're Obino. Mm. That's true. Sorry. Carry on. Gold Star Jake. So, uh... Jake remembers everywhere Spencer stole from. <laughs> it was only in a dream. <laughs> I think it's probably Basil, not Basil. Um, okay, so um, Sarah 
uh, you're working in the back, and Stearsha comes in uh, through the door that leads to the shop and says, hey, could you come out here? I've got members of the guard out here. Um, and you were like, what? So presumably you go out and join them. Um, and uh, at the counter is this very um, huffy woman who has, you know, the Rococo hairstyle stacked up to here. And she's got to be wearing five pounds of gold on her person. Um, and she is very made up. However, she happens to be bright orange. Um, and she has little, uh, like, puffs of steam coming out of her ears. Um, and she is speaking to the head of the guard, who you've encountered because your shop was broken into, so you, you're familiar. Um, and she's like, I took it to the enchanter. This is where the rain came from. They made my skin horrible. They should have to pay. What do you do? Um... I mean, I don't think that it's me, so I would argue right. and, like, try to use the sway of the, like, that we have as, like, a high-end shop to get the guard to dismiss this. Mm -hmm. um, I think Searsha is agreeing with you and backing you up. Probably. And she steps up and she's, like, completely in good faith. I'm an expert enchanter. And she she looks at the woman and the woman's and and she looks at the guard. The guard again, the guard knows the two of you because you were just broken into. Um and she's like, if I have this certified by an independent investigator, may I examine the ring to find out what went wrong as long as the independent investigator is looking over my shoulder. I will take the ring in question, and I will pay for the I'll refund the cost of the ring, and pay for any medical expenses if something is wrong. I'd like to handle this now, so we can have our shop front back, please. And the guard agrees. And the the very uppity um, woman just kind of starts off in a huff. And Sierra takes the ring and she looks at it. She's like, "There is something off about this, but you know, maybe it was cursed." And she takes it into her like kind of private study area and starts. And a day passes, and you haven't heard anything. And then two days pass, and Sirsha's not really talking to you as much as she was before. Um, and three or four days pass, and you're getting the cold shoulder. She's always in bed before you. She won't really. She's not talking to you. What do you do? I think. Probably she told, like, she blamed it on me without telling me. Like, Sirsha is a really good business person. Um, part of the reason why I liked her 
she probably saw an opportunity to save the shop and kind of tell everyone that like something had happened to me when we were broken into and that, you know, it's such a shame, but they're going to find a new metalsmith and like just kind of dropped. So that's the scene. When does Carberry find out that this is what's been going on behind her back? Probably like I pictured like Searsha came in with like a box to like the study where I was working and was like really like not looking me in the eye, like asked me to like basically was like look, you know, you're great, but I have a business to save. And like, okay, she was the business person. It was kind of all in her name. So, so I trusted her and like, so Carberry is bent over working and, um, it's a, it's, you know, a couple hours after dusk that the lights have been dimmed. Um, and you hear the, the door creak, creak open and Sarah comes in and she goes, so um, I'm sure you noticed that uh, we haven't really been talking as much as we used to. Um, here's the thing, that, uh, that ring that um, the woman brought in, uh, it was cursed, and um, it was cursed before it ever left the shop, and it certainly wasn't me who did it, and, um, you know, I have really had a lot of fun with you, but uh, this is just not going to work if we can't be partners in every way, and I have a job, I have a business. And I'm sorry to tell you this, and I'm sorry that we can't continue as things have been, but um, you can't be part of it anymore. So um, I want to make this as easy for you as possible and as painless as possible. So I went ahead and boxed up your stuff, and um, it's ready to go. Um, this is, you know, the end of the work week, so I'll give you the weekend, and um, I wish you the best. And she walks up the stairs. And, uh, <laughs> and I think the thing is, is like, I, I leave quietly because I just don't know what else to do. And... I don't think that I found out until later that like she had been kind of smearing my name. Like I can't get another position because that was the only way that she saw to like save the business. Um, what? So that I mean, I don't want it to be like she was a hundred percent the villain. No, was, she was doing what was in her economic best interest. She just it was decided true. that it was to screw you over. Yeah, it was it true. It was true. Like she was, yeah. You fucked up the items. But it, was, it uh, yeah. wasn't intentional. 
not intentional, but yeah, she has a yeah. wild magic issue that she yeah. did that was undiagnosed yeah. for lack of better technology. <laughs> and um, so, like, I didn't know that I was cursing these items until I did, and at that point, you know, it was like she was dropped like a hot rock. Yeah, they were out of the world, and I I didn't know how to fix it. And Sirsha was always more of like a business person than like a an emotional person. <laughs> so um, cool. Not that you can't be both. She knows exactly what she has to do. The stars explain. She and her order are chosen, strong, but they must become stronger for what's coming. She rises from the stargazing trance and moves smoothly into practice forms as she goes over her mantras. Um, let's talk about... Um, Renora's uh, realization that she was being played. Let's talk about it. Um, it was so, it's so broad, just because I well, don't think... Well, there was a specific incident. Yes, that, there was a specific so incident. So what led to you killing a child? Like, what, what, what happened that... What, what, why were you told that made that seem like a good idea? That even though it's a training exercise, <laughs> don't tell your mom, okay. you that even though it was sparring, that to, in order to handle the impending doom and danger, no educational moment could be spared to show the severity of what was to come. That makes sense. So you were convinced that you had to be as hard as a prospective enemy would be. And how old was this kid? This kid was definitely nine to ten. Okay. And while it was never the intention to kill, the intention was to take it as far to the brain within one degree. Right, right. And I'm sure that there the you were hearing what you believed to be the stars telling you to, to push it further. Um, is that when the realization came that you were being played, or did you think that was justified? You had to be told that that was over. That was too much. I think that was the moment where, after the split second after that happened, that it, this could not possibly be true. What was this kid's name? It doesn't matter. I can pick one. Adolfo. Okay. That's adorable. Yeah. Um, so Adolfo and Adolfo was this really sweet kid. Um, he had kind of like medium brown skin and wild curly hair. And he he asked for you to push him. He believed in you one hundred percent and he really looked up to you. because um, you were only a few years older. Um, and I imagine growing up in a monastery-like environment, everyone's quasi-siblings. Yes. They're around the same age. So, I mean, there was very much a familial-style relationship with this kid. Um, and he told you before you started practicing, like, 
I want to be as good as you are. And I know that's not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to survive what's coming if you don't help me. So I, I need you to push me. Stop. Don't ever hold back. With and that completely agreed with what the stars were telling me. So you watch. Um, how did this, how did the blow happen? It was supposed to be just like a waterfall of puddles mm -hmm. to bring to such a point where you'd be unconscious mm -hmm. but not close to death. Right. And it was just like two punches to the head, too many. So he didn't die. He right failed away. to block. Right. And because he did not block, you have to understand the full severity of not blocking. Absolutely. And and just to be a little bit, you know, realistic here, like people don't die instantly from head injuries. Um, often they live for days, even coming in and out of consciousness. So, walk me through kind of the realization that Renora had that this was too far and whatever was pushing her down this path, it was not coming from a place of justice and righteousness and truth. So the minute that it happens, I'd like, it's not an entirely private setting, but I wouldn't say this is like open training for everyone. I would say they're probably like sparring, sparring and maybe like four other like younger recruits, like all, you know, somewhere in age between like nine and 16. And I, nobody knows what has happened right away just because it's so unfathomable to think that A, you could die by just like, just a blow to the head too, too many. And B, that Renora would be capable of doing it because she is Well, the and most he's not dead right out. away, right? right? Like he's just passed out. Right. And there might have even been um, joking and, and like, oh man, like, because God learned a lot from the rest of the students, but Renora. I think I know right. Yeah, Renora knows, knows right away. Right away. Oh God, that yeah. fucked up. Yeah. So. And I think she does. That. She does take. Not she immediately does help in the situation. I believe like she gets her father like involved. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's very private. Like I don't think that anyone really knows the full extent except for Renora and her father as they're like taking trying to take care of Adolfo mm -hmm. and whatever being with Lenin. No, I think with mm -hmm. such a large compound, they're definitely doing like a formalized yeah. inform infirmary. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about treatment, but my father definitely does. Right. Um, when does Renard decide to leave? I think after she... Is Adolfo already dead? Yeah, Adolfo is like, probably like within one day, but she retreats to the observatory, and I think that's when like, Titus makes it apparent and not subtle, whereas, like, you know, before it was just like the quiet insidiousness of rhetoric. The stars. And, yes. this. and then there definitely is a turning point okay. in the observatory as she is like, I think that that's, her brain. I think that that's the scene. I think that Renora is in the observatory mourning and trying to understand the loss of a brother, the loss of a sibling. Um, trying to understand how she could have possibly done this and looking to her faith, her guidance. Mm -hmm. um, 
give me a little bit of what that prayer might sound like. It's not so much a prayer, just as much as like a regular meditation where it's like, this is the most hopeless I've ever been. I need one clear answer. And I think just in the energy of that thought, I think it's just put out into the universe of show me the way. In the back of your head, you start to hear this maniacal cackling laughter. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so wrong for the way you feel that it's every other moment you felt guidance from the stars, it's been only a couple degrees of separation from how you already feel. And so it hasn't seemed dissonant. But in this moment, you're grieving. And the voice in your head that you presume to be guidance from above is laughing at you um, and laughing at death. Um, I mean, everything just gets icy. Yeah. My eyes just shoot open. And yeah. even though I'm technically out of the meditative state, it does not stop. Whereas it used to be able to, I used to have control. And you see a manifestation of a dark, smoky figure in front of you. And he's very tall. Um, and kind of, um, just like a caricature of a shape, not, not really fleshed out as a person. Um, and he turns to you and he goes, they said I couldn't do it. Who are you? Why, I'm the stars, my dear. I'm everything you ever wanted. And I can make you to do anything. You're not my gods. How are you here? Oh, but I am your gods. You pray to me. You ask for hope from me, and I give them to you, and then I get you to kill me. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Why are you doing this? I am who picks up the phone when hope doesn't exist. I think it's just like a general, like, I, as that point where she's been like just completely duped in every essence in the way of the biggest thing in her life. And I just don't think she has words. I mean, it's just like, it's now like the flea instinct is just on blast. Yeah. I think that there is no flea. Yeah. I think that that, that urge to run is what prompts Renora to leave the monastery for good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to just read what I wrote for Gary. Um, and I think Gary's kind of sat apart from the rest of you because you, all of your characters had like really, not just tragic, but like, not just pain, but like an inciting, a specific inciting incident that forced you into a compromised position where Gary doesn't really. And that's what makes the dynamic between you guys so unique. Um, Anyway, Paragaragarimus laughs with Jonathan. Even as they relax on the best moss, under the best tree, on the most beautiful verdant place in the Asteri, the resolution to leave solidifies. There are new plants and places to see, and they're out there. 
It's very simple. It's and I love it. I just love it's happiness and simplicity. <laughs> All right. Two times. In the darkness, he dreams. Even though the forge is only a building away, he still kisses his wife goodbye in the morning. Missing a daughter is hard enough when you know where she is, and that's distracting. But soon he loses himself in the feel of the work, the heat of the forge, bringing sweat to his brow and working the stiff, stiffness from his bones. Awareness dawns slowly. I did everything I could. Oh, Astor, can you hear me? Okay. He slowly, it's not so much his eyes open, as mm -hmm. it can't open his eyes. It's just more of a haze, kind Dawning of, away. Uh, like, passing away from his vision or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, the table is... Hold on, I have a I have a good metaphor for that. Like when you're driving on the highway and you realize you've gone 300 miles or whatever, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, where you just like, where you zone back in into like reality all of a sudden after like kind of just like dissociating for a while, right? Mm -hmm. The table that he's on is not an operating table at a hospital. It's very much, to make the comparison, the Frankenstein's table, it's elevated, it's angled, and he comes to as trying and he like nothing like his entire mind is like a haze as long as he's sitting there he tries to blink doesn't work and slowly reach like kind of angles his head down trying to keep an eye on like whoever's talking because it's the only sensation he could really understand at the that Tons would be rather surprised because, like, why is your client here, you know? He had, like, none of this even registered yet. Like, he hasn't even recognized the person speaking. He's just, like, kind of, like, like shell-shocked. And he's like, oh, voice, who? And it's like, as he's, like, looking, he's starting to be, like, focused in and be like... And how long does it take? 10 seconds. It's just long enough to kind of like for them to recognize that he's coming to, but not long enough for it to be like, oh, he's actually like dazed. It's more of a like waking up out of a groggy sleep. And um, how close to your, how close are you to Denton? Not close. Like an acquaintance. Oh, oh, sorry. I think I'm physically located. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like located. Um, he's a client. So he's definitely like he's like having more a, than more than any old client, but not quite Maybe, a like, a regular, like, he's known in Brack for having specific requests sometimes. Like, other, like, carpenters who happen to have specific magical, like, balances to be able to have certain things. Like, he's, he's kind of well-known as, like, an eccentric type, but friendly enough when you get to know him. And so he's had, like, one, like a handful of interactions with Tongs, but this is the first time they've ever actually worked together on something. Or he's that he's commissioned Tongs for this project. And, um, he, Denton looks at you and he goes, oh, thank Pastor. I was so worried. I'm, I'm so sorry. This is all I could do to save you. Save? Wait, Denton, what? 
And like as he's starting to think that, he starts to feel the sensations of what had happened to him instance before. And it's like, the, again, the smoke of it all kind of comes back in terms of he just feels the heat. He feels the fear. He Almost feels, like phantom limb, but over your whole body. Exactly. Where it's not so much that he understands what happens. He just knows that he feels massively afraid and like in a like minor pain, just like over the course of his body. It's like, and like all of a sudden, he starts to try and hyperventilate, and he realizes that it feels weird. Everything feels weird. And as his like the adrenaline or what would be the equivalent in his new form kind of starts to course through him, and like the sensations start to become crystal clear, mm-hmm. he starts to recognize that there's something very, very wrong. And as he looks down, he sees like he moves his hand up, or he, like he tries to like, clear his face. And he's like, metal on metal, which is not an unfamiliar right, sound. Right, exactly. And so he looks down and is like, oh, this armor. And he goes down to try and remove it. And then as he's doing that, he's like, this isn't unfamiliar. This right. is, and like, he looks at it and, like, now all of a sudden, because, like, this is almost like his professional mind kicking in. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's, he's analyzing it, right? Where he's just like, oh, wait, I know these motions. I know these bolts. I know this style. Like, this. And people. Genuinely become oftentimes very analytical when they go to shop. Exactly. And so he's sitting there and he's like, This is why am I in your armor? What what is and then it's like attention, what is going on? He looks at you and he takes this like deep shuddering breath. I'm so sorry. I, there, you were dead, and there, there was, there was no saving anyone who was in that building. And you kept trying to go back in, and you collapsed, and the, the fire team says there were, said there was nothing that could be done, and I thought I would try. As as he's speaking, just in Tongs' mind, the moments things like fire comes up, the moments things like team nothing could be done, the people inside the building. It's not so much that he remembers what happens, but there's images that come to right. his mind where it's just the image of this symbol on the floor of seeing two people outside, but way more importantly than that, going into the building, seeing Orlea on the ground, seeing Ulrich over in the corner, seeing Shalia over like on the stairway, trying to get them out of the building. And just the moments where everything kind of comes down around him. And like the, the last thing that he remembers is just seeing all three of them. It's like the building starts to completely collapse. And, like, he doesn't remember, he doesn't get the sequence, but, like, because, like, the images are there, he now starts to realize, like, piece together what happened. I think that it takes Tom's a few days, at least, to try to become acquainted with being a different shape. Um, well, and, and, and like trying to move around and, and learning a new physicality. But I think what I am really interested in, especially in analogy to what we've talked about 
so far is when does Tongs decide to join the arms? So, to, yeah, like absolutely. But to add on to what you're saying, I think the first, the moment that he, re like the first night, what happens is that he, um, the moment that he realizes what happens, he immediately gets off the stretcher and just tries to book it out the door and gets like three feet before just collapsing. Yeah. His ear is way too weak. He can't support anything, like not, a, like let alone like a 500 pound Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? it's going to take time. And so for the first week or so, he basically is a little bit more than a statue where it's just him trying to react and uh, Ulrich comes to see him, Alias comes to see him, like there are people from the, like this rings who come to see him because the Brack is how I imagine kind of a small town equivalent. Yeah, and I it's imagine very... that the only reason that your compatriots don't know your situation is that the the they kind of circled the wagons around you and decided that yeah. no one was going to know what happened. But within the town, it was kind of just the the, the dark secret almost of like what happened and just like this like the absolute absolute horror of it, right? So it takes Tongs a long long time i want to say that within a month he was walking like that he at least adjusted mm -hmm. but he essentially just became the ghost of brack for i want to say like six months he was basically just walking around almost despondent it's just because for him without going into it it's like he's a person who he gets his satisfaction of like from other people like right. shalia was like for reasons that were personal to him just someone that he needed to go ahead and change like to keep his worldview intact absolutely and, and I, the, I mean without you know you tell me but it seems to me as though there's got to be a part of tom's that isn't sure that it's a good thing that he survived oh god goodness no Ooh. like he, the times that he's thought about like like any other three, any of the other three in that building would have been better than him. And even that, so it's like, what purpose does he serve now? Right. He's a person who's like, he never was that ambitious when it came to money. He just like, I want to be able to enjoy life with the people that I love and do the work that I love. And to have all of it taken away in one night. He, yeah. he, had, he quite literally had no purpose. That he had the ability to move and he had a stronger body. He had, he had the ability to be a lot, but it's like, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't find any reason to actually do it. And so there's, there were many days where he just kind of stood in the dark of Denson Bross's workshop because he allowed him to kind of stay there and did nothing. Just kind of stood on watch. There was one night about six and a half to seven months ago that Alia came and she, or they rather, they mentioned, they came to him and Alia was the typical middle child. In his family of five children, it's easy for them to become very independent. They were never as open with Tongs or Shalia. They were very much more, did their own thing for the most part. And it was surprising for him to see her, or see them coming to him in tears and just saying that, it, and just kind of coming out and saying that, yeah, something terrible happens. It's 
like there's nothing that's ever going to bring them back. There's nothing that's going to be able to undo what's done. But they needed him. Ulrich needed him. They needed their father back. And the reason that they came is that they were just so scared about Adina that they hadn't heard from her in months now. And they knew that it was always a danger for her joining the Arles, that it was going to be a world walker. But she, they, but she was always capable. And so the fact that they didn't hear from her, it scared them. It scared, it scared all of them. And seeing that was the moment that Tom's started to come back. Is where he's like, this I, is a job I can do. He's like, I, I lost, the, like he essentially, the way I always thought about it, he lost the ability to live for himself. If he had, if he had no one else, that he would just come, like stand, like stand in a corner and rust until he just wasted away. But like now that he remembered, they start to kind of accept the fact that like others needed him and that he could just live for others for as long as he could. That might just give him enough reason to move forward and kind of keep trying to be something. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did Tom like resent Ditton? In the early two months, he resented just about everything other than his family. Whereas, like, Denton, if he hadn't taken this thing, how dare he? If, like, how these people from Brack, like, do they really care about him? Because now, like, they, they're this pity. Like, it's yeah, like, that's the question. Like, yeah, where it's, just like, where it's just like everything, where he's just sitting there and, like, he, so yeah, there was a while where he presented Denton, and there's still times where he, honestly, until the point where he joins the Arles, where he's like, I'm useless. There's nothing that I can do. I could be there as a word of advice, but I'm basically pointless as anything. I'm, I'm wasting this space, and I don't know. And like, I should have died that, like that night, right? So it wasn't Denton's fault. It's just that he was given a second chance of life, and I had no idea. But there were, like, that first couple months were a um, uh, dark place. Dark, dark place. All right. I think that uh, we are much better acquainted with one another's character backstories. Yeah. And I'm so excited to now kill you all. <laughs> Time for new character backstory. So, I don't think that it's such a coincidence that we're fighting a dragon since that's the first. A dragon in a dungeon. That's just All right. So, do you want to read us in, Jake? Oof. <sighs> <clears throat> yeah, sure, sure. I'll just uh, do a funny voice, a little pre-prepared bit, you know. Okay, I'll give you guys a moment to collect yourself, and I'll go get the other dessert that I got. Okay, there you go. All I right. You want me to read my piece of paper? Do I it. want you to read that piece of paper so much. All right. It takes a giant swig of water. <laughs> Look, my mouth is so dry. I had to confront my imaginary fiance a minute ago, so I feel like I'm going to die. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Last time, Radgar's horde crossed the tundra of Vinal to a dragon's lair on the distant point of Gibbles May in search of a treasure to trade for a magic boat. On their journey, they met many dangers. 
wolves, rivers, and crevices. But our heroes surpassed every challenge and arrived at the lair itself surrounded by a town full of fanatical clerical kobolds, which they handily snuck past with a clever ruse involving an imaginary impending attack by the dragon's quote-unquote evil brother. Along the way, and with the warning of Rose and Knight of Persephone, uh, Tongs made everyone crampons to ward against the dangers of ice, Carberry made rings to magically ward off freezing temperatures, Gary made health potions to ward against death, and Spencer imbued his coat with magic to ward against detection. But even with all this preparation, will there be enough to survive an encounter with a dragon in his very own lair? And that's where we find our heroes. Cold, told, no fear of getting old. It's the brave, the strong, the cursed Rathka's horn! <laughs> I can't fit it. The brave, the bold, and not afraid of getting old. Like that. The, <laughs> the, let's see. That's what I find out here. Cold, told, no fear of getting old. It's the brave, the strong, the cursed wrath goes hard. Yeah. That. Like, those three adjectives by themselves. It's kind of a fun puzzle every time. And I'm glad we don't do it every single week because it takes me a while to think of a bunch of words that rhyme with each other. <laughs> you want me to take her? No, it's fine. Alright. You guys have come a long way together. And tonight you will face your hardest test yet. Let's be Alright. Uh, Let's do it. I mean I think we'll give a long rest. Nope. Alright, so you guys are if you want the sweeps, no, grab them now because I need map room. And I need one of you to be in charge of sending map picks to Jake. It's me! <laughs> Are you rolling for Rebecca? Yeah. I'm Iva. This is Joey's character sheet. This is mine. Who's And again, the dog, so I hope you have three hands. Somebody else can send map picks. Okay. Um, Matt Hicks being that? Yeah, give me one second. It's layered. You can it's go ahead and send a picture of, like, where it is now. If you would like. Say that again? If you would like, you can go ahead and send a picture of where it is now. And I'm going to try to turn it this way, because I know you have the most trouble with spatial stuff. To walk? Yes, 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 me. Yes. And you're going to send pictures, so... This is... Nope, I have it upside down. I was like, is this supposed to help me? No, this is supposed to help you. Um, it doesn't really matter that much, that's just for the text, but... Alright, so... The layout. This is the temple where you guys entered. Uh, this is the Pool of the Dead. This slopes upward. It gets higher elevation to the point. You guys went up to the point, you looked around, you came back down. You entered the caverns through the basement of the temple. Yes. We took one of five paths. I did it wrong. 
And you are now um, on the ladder down from the path that you took above this room. Can we see it? Um, and you just startled two uh, kobolds that you can see directly below you. Cool. And so everybody gets to roll initiative. Oh, cool. It's a joy. Oh, we just like like the wizard people, right? Yeah. Like, They're oh, kobolds. Oh my god! Um, Tori, last time you read off something that was it was lizard people, but apparently there's I, I looked it up. Lizard people are different from kobolds. They are for unknown reasons. Do, I, I hope I hope you can see me shrugging like, you know. Cool. Lizard folk are more like I imagine like snake men who live in a forest, whereas kobolds are just like little. Uh, but then snakes. there's one T, which are snake people. Yeah, I know, and this gets then it gets weird. There's still a lot of lizard people, and they all happen to have their own. Backwards brain. compatibility with all of the previous versions of D and D makes for a lot of races. Am I doing initiative? Um, yeah, everybody. That you? Yes, that would be great. Because okay. um, I have to roll for. Somebody on your team and my guys. We're going to try to F you up a bit. Who are you rolling for? Uh, Rose? Oh. You forgot we have a very sweet Paladin. Yeah, Paladin. Um, Tori, did you send Pretty. me a photo of that map? I did. Life-saving mask your wounds. All right, one. so Rose rolled a 14. Uh, the first kobold got a nat 20. So that will be, is it um, plus deaths for initiative? Yeah. Yep. So just 20, not 20. Not 24. Okay, then Rope's got what? Uh, 14. Well, I think Tori's trying it. Kobold, number one. We appreciate it. Sure. Um, that's, go ahead and label that one the high priest. The high priest. Yeah. That's mm. what I have. That sounds like a fucking war player. And the other one is a priest, and they rolled a 10. I also got a 10. I also got a 10? I, I had an 11. How is <laughs> What do we do in this situation? Yeah, what do you do with the same number? Uh, it's dexterity. Yeah, whoever, yeah, whoever has the highest dex, I would say. That's gonna be well, mine's plus three. What's yours? Two. So it's going to be Spencer and then me. Oh, I also have a plus two dex for the priest. Roll off. Or that is a twenty. Two. <laughs> so it's gonna be Spencer, Priest, Kobold, and then me. And Tom says a one. So I'm before Spencer. Very surprisingly. Yeah. Alright, I had a nineteen, so I am just after High Priest. And then Gary got a nine. He also. And how many of them are there? Three? Two that you can see. Mm. You are. St you guys are still in a row on the ladder down, so okay. you guys aren't even on the floor yet. Not. No. Mm. You have to do climbing to get there because we've got climbing. Um. What? What? That's a good question. What's your marching order? Tom's gonna be like either first or second. So like he's always gonna take. Um. What I remember from uh. The last game is that I think I was looking over the edge, so I'm probably first. Okay, first, second. Sorry. I was trailing. Last, so, third, and fourth. I third. also still look like a kobold, if that helps, for another like. 
half an hour ish. Yeah, but you don't look like a kobold they know, right? Like you. Look I look like, like a, a pe. I look like a random priest. Like a random priest, but like they know that there's no priest without a tail that works there because these are priests. <laughs> they, Just something they to keep very, in mind. They're very much. Hey, who are you? And drawing weapons. I love you all, but I can't get comfortable. Okay, you can also take that chair. Jake, sorry for can't see me. No, no, there's something above. I need that. Okay, can I get you something? Would you like an aspirin? Okay, it's okay. I've got my No, I need to like a lot. Okay, I understand. All right. Um, so that who does that make first? Uh, priest. Awesome. Okay, so uh. He runs up to ladder and he's like, "Who the hell are you?" That's his action. Oh wait, he's talking to me. The talking is a free action. Yeah, it is. Oh, I was gonna wait for my turn. I say, "Who the hell am I? Who the hell are you?" And just like that, we're in a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um unaffected. The art so, style just changes while it's animated. Completely lacking in success. Because <laughs> you did not even try to persuade him of something. <laughs> Do you want me to? I can keep going. I'm not sure how much time I have on a turn that isn't mine. I mean, I'm giving you free reign if you want to try. Okay, I say, uh, what the hell are you doing down there? We're under attack. There's a dragon burning down the town upstairs. Why are you wearing priest robes? And why because I'm a priest. Like no, you're not. I'm the high priest. I think that you're intruding here. I am intruding here, but I came here to warn you. Why are you dressed like a priest? Because I am a priest. I'm just not a priest of here. Uh, roll persuasion with disadvantage? Because you're talking to the high priest about who's a priest? Well, so th the first one's a 20. The second one's a 1. Disadvantage <laughs> 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 is great. Um, okay, so that... Uh, I did I say I'm not a high priest of here, but I don't think I'm going to be able to talk my way out of this one. Nope. Uh, so he's going to go ahead and attack. Sure. Um, by uh, swinging... His warhammer. But we um, we uh, just started. How how deep is this hole? It's not that deep. Okay. He can reach you for sure. Yeah, like how far are we off the ground? Yeah. You're higher because you're above him. Yeah, exactly. But like, I think probably the first order of business is please God, can you guys get off the stairs so we don't have to do combat in four dimensions? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because uh, that, that that would be my like first thought. It'd be like to drop, but I'm not sure how far we can drop. Oh, um, depending on how hard he hits you, you might be dropping whether you want to or not. That's fine. Because uh -huh. you're going to have to do a strength check to stay attached to this ladder. Sure. Um, so he's going to hit you with a war hammer, which is going to be... Uh, is that right? Is he a war player? Um, you don't know. No, it's not. Um, it's a good guess, though. Um... Uh, he gets a 
a 22 to a hit. I mean, just hits. Um, and that is going to be... Hold on a second. You said nine? Yep. Bludgeoning. Okay. I can't do that math in my head. Okay, got it. Oh, I should also say that you hear growling from deeper inside the cavern. <laughs> Good. Sure, sure, cool. sure, sure. Crafting last session? So okay. I said, yeah, yeah. Okay. 14 to hit? 
Hey, Tori. Hi. Could you send me a photo of the level that we're on, not the surface level? I like the surface level, though, and I did finally get it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That is 10 points of damage to the other. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Go, Rose. Who's next? Tom's. Okay. Um, so give me a general layout of where everyone's standing. So the high priest is underneath the You guys the are very, very clustered. Yes, that's what I think about. Where's the other priest in relation to the ladder? They're, you guys are kind of like within, all clumped. Within like five feet? Within. Yeah, you guys are all right next to each other right now. Okay, but since the uh, cleric went right to the ladder, he's going to be at the base of it, right? You want to jump on this I guy. I want to jump on this guy. Like you should Mark. just tell me you want to jump I want to jump off and I want to aim right at this dude. Yeah. All right. Do it. All right. So I guess I'm kind of moving this into like a hammer swing. I don't know how else to do. Like I'm going to just roll what? Uh, I'm going to say... Okay, yeah, I'm like, that's my point. Like he weighs like 600 pounds, so I don't know how to Okay, roll. so here's how we're going to... I think I'm just making this up as we go along, but my thought is that you can either have advantage to attack, mm -hmm. or you can have an additional die of damage. I'm, because you can either hit him hard, or you can hit I'm him hit hard. Yeah. So, it's a natural 20. <laughs> I think I hit, oh my god! Okay. So, if that's... And you're going after the high priest, right? Yes. And so would, so you said I get an extra die. Do I double that extra die, or is it just like the extra? Or the no, one? you, you okay. get you, you, you double your normal damage, and then you get to re-roll it one more time. Okay, thank you. Um, Let's oh, not go crazy. So that's three, six, and then... Um, Where the hell? I'm sorry, I am paying attention, but I have to plug my iPad in, otherwise we're not going to be able to play. <laughs> All right, nine points of damage to him. That is a significant amount of damage. Give me one second. Considering how big you are and how small he is. Yeah. For the end of my turn, for what little movement I have, I'm just going to reposition myself between him and everyone else that I can. Right? I just want to. Okay. I want to just be a body. You can protect Spencer. Yes. <laughs> like you are so clumped that you can only stand between him and one person, Spencer's already gotten a hit? Yep. Perfect. Okay. That would me. be Spencer. Um, 
I don't want to kill either of these guys, but I don't have any, like, bludgeoning weapons. And remember that Rose is very against murdering these kobolds. Right. Um, which ones? If it's not today, I will tell you now, but Rose will be sad. I'm going to attack the head priest. Okay. Um... Can I reach him, or do I have to move? Uh, well, you could have reached him, but now Tons is in the way. Right, so I'm going to oh. move to get him. Um, and do I get, like, advantage from Tongs being there? No, I would have to flank him. So I'm just going to roll to attack. Okay. Can you sneak attack because you're behind Tongs? So yes. Just... <laughs> yes, I can sneak attack, and I also just got a 20. So, nice. no I'm going to sneak attack this monster, this guy who lives here in his <laughs> home. <laughs> Go on. And I'm going to roll all my sneak attack dice I prepared earlier. Oof. And I'm going to load up the calculator. <laughs> um, three. <laughs> no, that's what it is. It's just like seven plus six. Not... Here's a question. Yeah, are ropes actually, are they really good at hitting stuff or are they just really bad at that? <laughs> um, what did I say a second ago? 24. I am okay at math because I did it with a calculator Yay! and it came to the same number. Amazing. Uh, 24 okay. plus three, so 27. Nicely done. What the fuck? Well, because my uh, um, dex modifier, right? Yeah. All right, this guy's looking uh not great. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Because <laughs> that's enough damage to kill you, right? To kill me? No, not in one. Oh, I would be looking pretty bad. All right. All right. I guess I use the rest of my movement to hide behind Tongs again. Not like actually hide, hide. And a Chloe. Yay! Oh, nice. Hello? Tap it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Alright, point that towards Sasha. Huh? Point it towards Sasha so I can hear so I can hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> Monster. No. I, I, I do dramatic readings. I don't do voices. That was one of the rules <laughs> of Sasha Yeah. Oh my god, everything's been so treble for so long. Having it be like medium is so weird. <laughs> Tori, I just got your photo from a minute ago. That are weird, though. Yeah. Okay. Bridge over treble water. Rory, don't dig in your bed, little girl. Good girl. It's priest's turn. Oh, fun! Now that Jake can hear it. Well, I can hear you before, but this is, like, not actively hurting me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <sighs> the priest is going to lay hands on um, his high priestess and catch cure wounds. Oh, it's a woman? The high priest is a woman. Okay. Um, and that is going to, what's the dice for that? 
if it's hands, it's uh, it's cure wounds. Oh, it's cure wounds. Oh, it's a D eight. Okay. Cool. D8 plus their spell casting modifier, so whatever their wisdom is. And Fun. So that is going to be plus five. It's now Carvery's turn. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so can I run around to behind them? I don't um, care who that is, but yes. The the priest and the high priest. Yes, you can run We're around. We're now together, right? Yeah, uh-huh. they're right next to each other. I'm going to run around to like 15 feet behind them, mm-hmm. and I am going to um, try to hit one of them with That's lightning. about as far as you can get. You're up against the wall because it's pretty small space. I'm going to cast lightning lore. Okay. That would be very fun. Um, which is... At which one? Uh, the priest. Cool. Because the priest hasn't been hit yet, right? No, they got hit. Oh, by... they did? No, not by I you. I hit the other one. Who hit? Did you I, hit? I, I did. I jumped on the Did Rose get hit Maybe. They're, they've, been, yeah. they've been hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm going to use Lightning Lure to try to pull that one away from... To separate them, basically. Okay. Um, and... Uh, I think I have to... You have to succeed on a strength saving throw. Uh, strength is... Oh, that's not good. <laughs> strength is uh, 11. I don't think so. That's, yeah, no, that's not going to succeed, which is amazing, because my DC is only 13. <laughs> so, um, so you are going to take 2d8 of... Lightning damage and get pulled ten feet towards me. Fine. Um, eight. Eight? No, twelve. This one and... This one. Yes. Sasha, can I... Yeah. Well, actually, I don't want to roll up right under the mic. I don't know. As long as it's not, like, on glass or something, it'll be fine. That's oh an God. eight out of seven. I'm you, so sorry. Do you add charisma? Why that? are you sorry? I don't think so. Okay. This is oh, not no, the first fight point. in this dungeon, and it's not the last. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's fifteen. Fifteen nice. points of lightning damage. I know. I just feel point. bad because Rose is gonna be sad. I mean, that's something you'll have to deal with. <laughs> cool. And then who's next? Rose is being sad because they're just being controlled. Yeah, she doesn't want to kill any of the kobolds. Yeah. Because they're enthralled to the dragon. They're not, yeah, they're they not don't like have free will. They're like kill graves. <laughs> oh, are they? Okay. That's what yeah. she, that's, that's Rose's that's supposition. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. We're going off one source here. Yeah. You don't know for sure yet. Mm. I think that's my whole turn. I don't have anything that's bonus action Gari. Okay. So, um, Gary is gonna cast Shillelagh on their club, um, and, uh, I think hit the high priest. That seems like something Gary would do. Um, I'm gonna specify, try to hit non-lethally, because you can do that, you can try to knock somebody out non-lethally, and this is a big club, so I feel like that's And that's also something Gary would do. Yeah. Um, so I can use my spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack roll. 
which is cool. Um, do I have to roll anything, or are you I just going to tell so. me how much damage I take? I'm, well, I have to hit you first, and I have to find out what my spell... I think she would say something like, uh, I'm just going to try and bonk him on the head. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> that sounds like Rebecca. Okay, okay. Wisdom is plus four. So is that plus four to... Yes. For Shalala, yeah. Okay. So plus four plus proficiency. That's why it's such a good spell. Okay, so, okay, so it's so, plus seven. Yeah. Sweet. Gary is cool. I am bad at rolling dice, though. That's a ten. Ten damage? Or ten, ten hit. Ten, ten, ten. Uh, that is going to not be very effective. Ah, well, I mean, on brand, but... <laughs> um, uh, so then Gary is going to cast, as a bonus action, Healing Word on Spencer. Okay. Which is 1d4 plus... Spellcasting ability modifier, is that 7 again? Yeah, 1d4 plus 4. No, it's plus 4. It's not the proficiency this time. It says 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability mo- modifier. That is proficiency. That's cool. like okay. wisdom and proficiency or whatever. <laughs> Great, because that's a 1, so 5. You get 5 points. Everybody so heal 5. Um, Alright. Next. Uh, high Priest. Fun! Um... We are going to do, where is it? Uh, we're going to hit again with the Warhammer. And this time we're going to attack twice. Um, and we are going to go after Tom, I think. Tom is right in front. Um... All right. And the taunt of any controller who happens next. All right. So that is going to be... I, I, I roll pretty low, but I have a lot of extra stuff I get to do. Um, so that's... 5 plus 6 is 11 plus... Kobold traits. I don't get to do that one. I don't think that hits, because that's only 11. Nope. Cool. So he swings and, like, bonks tongs on the shoulder, and it just clangs, and no damage happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Turning fork. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who's that? So I'm going to... Wait, don't you attack again? Oh, yeah, I did. I was going to do that. You're right. I have that ability. I can do it twice. That's a little better. That is a 22 to hit. Yeah. yeah Just slightly good. better. Just slightly. A little bit double. <laughs> a little bit double. Um, and that is going to be... And that's going to be two-handed, so it's going to be one of these. There you go. That is 10 points of damage. Okay. Fine. So the clang did not work, but yeah. it's after swinging at the shoulder, it's like a reverb. she brought her hammer back up and hit you on the side of the head. Yeah, it hurt. Cool. Who's okay. Me. Uh, I'm mad, so I'm going to go for that bitch. Okay. With my dagger, we're going to just start doing close range bullshit. 
Oh. With spears and daggers, very fun. It's gonna give me a 16 to hit. Uh, yes, that just hit. Thank fucking God. So we'll go in with dagger once. Four points of damage. Cool. And then I'm gonna use my iron strike as a bonus action. Okay. Ah, uh, 13 doesn't hit, does it? Um, no, it doesn't. No worries. Um, and I'm going to use my move to disengage and go 15 feet. Do I get an opportunity attack on you? Not if you disengage, no, but that's a bonus action. You already did. Yeah, it is. I haven't done my movement yet. But you already did your bonus action. But a disengage is a bonus action. Is. For okay. me, anyway. It might be for you, too. Can monks disengage? Not, I have to, that is a bonus action for me. Disengage is yeah. a bonus okay. action. Right. But I was thinking that, like, so you're telling me I can't even use my movement after the bonus You action. can use your movement, but you can't use your movement if that movement is itself a bonus action. So you can move away, but you will no longer get the benefit of disengage, which absolves you of the opportunity attack. So you can move away. You can use your action to move. But if you move away, no, I, I get the opportunity attack. Um, Rose. Rose. Fun. Rose is going to be pulled up on the other side. Uh, Rose is going to use um, Divine Smite uh, against the priest. And hit them with her. I think she has a hammer, too. No, she has a mace. That's right. She has a, a mace, and it's going to be uh, very hard to miss. Um, can I use this? To, I, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. um, that is going to succeed on hitting, because she gets a plus 10 to hit. And what? She's so much. Yeah, she she's she's pretty good at what she does. Um, she's quite buff. Um, and then she is going to do one d8 plus five bludgeoning damage. She's so that's gonna be only two, but that's seven points of damage to the priest. And the priest is looking uh unhealthy. I do believe that's a D10. Yeah. Well, she rolled a two, so odds are, like, we're, it's below average anyways. We're not, it wouldn't be smart to take our chances. We're good. Uh, I have I have a question, Tori, because I, I, I kind of jumped on you about the disengage thing, but um, does you're spending a key point to use it as a bonus action. No, I don't spend the key point to use, like, my unarmed strike. About my, that was my bonus action. But, like... Normally, a disengage is an action, right? So, is the monk thing that you're using a key point to use it as a bonus action, or are you spending a key point to do it at all? I'm spending a key point to do it at all, and I decided. Then not. you might be able to do it. But I didn't want to spend the key point because I only have one left because we didn't get a long rest. Got it. Oh, yeah. Because cool. it was it was confusing because like there's, uh, monks and rogues are very similar in a lot of respects, but I I didn't want to jump down your throat. 
after we fought the wolves. Right. Outside. Yeah, you should have all your key points. Yeah, you should have all your key points. I used my key points to get us in the lair. Like, I did the... No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You did pass without a trace. Yeah. Oh, I guess it was... That was spell slot. Yeah. Not key points. Yeah, reset all your key points. Get all your monkey. I don't use my key points for just anything, so, like, I would not have had... Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. You didn't. You have... you used a spell slot to... It's a new day. You pass without a trace, but you should have your key points. Get all your monk power back. Um, all right. Okay. Back, back to business. Tongs should be, right? Because he's after rogues. Yes. Yes. Um, the priest is looking unhealthy. I would also like to try and bat him on the head and get him unconscious. Not kill okay. him if possible. Okay. Um, so that's going to be... Bryn, I just wanted you to confirm that is not a natural 20. Hot damn. <laughs> it is. There you go. Um, Good thing we're oh. getting all these out of the way before we fight something like that yeah, isn't a kobold. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, so that's four and six. So that's ten plus thirteen points of damage. Unconscious. Okay, just go to sleep. <laughs> just like, <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. I mean, it's like slowly, like, like lower them to the ground. Okay. Um, Alright, and who's after that? That would be... Who's Who's still up? Only the high priest. And the high priest looks rough? Okay. Um, I don't want to kill this person. I'm going to um, hold my action and, until they start to attack someone. And I'm going to say... Uh, I think it's in your best interest if you help us. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can... Talking is a free action, so we can say that that's... Like, we can fudge time a little bit and have this conversation. But now. I'm not going to attack her unless she attacks somebody else. Right? Okay. Okay, so you're just going to wait. Because I do think it's in her best interest if she helps us, and I would like to offer a good faith motion okay. here. But you're going to wait to say this until... No, I say it, and then I wait to do my movement. Okay. Or, not my movement, but my uh, attack. Okay, so you're holding your attack. I'm holding, I'm holding my action, which is an attack, until she starts to attack someone else. Is everyone else also holding their action until she makes a move? Or are you guys continuing to attack her after this is said? Because she's not next in the in the in the order, is she? No, it's uh, garbage. Is is she distracted? Uh, By Spencer. <laughs> let's find out. Hey, do you want me to roll a charisma thing? <laughs> no, um, she's distracted. She's she distracted. turned around and looked at Spencer. Mhm, mhm, mhm. This, like, very fake-looking kobold. I'm sorry? Does she look hurt? Yeah, she's hurt. I'm gonna hit her with the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen to me. It's in your best no, interest if you help us. I'm trying to, I'm uh, trying yeah. to knock her out. Uh, that's a 13? Uh, no. Oh man, that's just fucking. Uh, <laughs> we weren't serious. She, I mean, she turns she, and looks at did, Spencer, and then you turn and you whack her. Why? Well, I, 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 did I hit her? No, you tried, but like you're. Swinging. I assume it's just a whiff. 
Just Where were you attempting like, to hit her? I mean, I was trying to hit her in the head. <laughs> okay, so you win. Why don't you wait, wait, roll? Would I get advantage because she was distracted? No. Why don't you roll stealth? That's rogues. <laughs> I would probably get advantage yeah, if she was distracted. Yeah, not be detected that you just whiffed right behind her head. Five. I'm not even going to add. My All right, so she seven. immediately whips around and glares at you. <laughs> that leads to Gary? Yeah. Who is, I think, standing kind of nearby with a big club. I would love that. What would Gary like to do? I think, I think bunk. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound. They have a brand. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I mean, like laugh them all with their skulls. It's like, no, sleep now, sleep. I mean, uh, would you like to roll on behalf of our character? Like, it was smart. From from session one, Gary had an mo, which is bonk first, ask later. Would you like to roll for parent? I'm, I'm rolling. I'm rolling real bad tonight, but I'm rolling. <laughs> Hey. Uh, 16 plus 7. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so then that is uh, a... Oh gosh, I need to know what the weapon attack is for the club now. It's going to be strength and proficiency. Does Shillelagh still hold over? Yeah, but um, she doesn't know what the, what the dice for that weapon is. Oh. Then it would just be the dice and then the strength. Okay, it's it's one d eight, I think. Plus two. Okay. That's that's what I'm getting from. I'll buy that. Isn't it plus uh, wisdom? I don't think so. Yeah, is Shillelagh it's plus wisdom, or is it just like hitting it like plus strength? Can't cast Shillelagh again. Do you have to cast Shillelagh again, or does it? For the, say... And damage rolls immediately attack. So yeah, it is plus uh, uh, wisdom. No, it doesn't end until I let go of the weapon. Cool. So it is wisdom. Yeah, so essentially you roll 1d8, add 4. That's your damage. Oh, okay. How do you know that? It's as uh, you add it to the attack roll and damage. Okay. Uh, so that's 8 plus 4. Nice. So that's 12? Yeah. Gary is a big being. 12 shillelagh damage. Okay. Uh, and then... She is looking unwell. Still up? Oh, yeah. Okay. That puts us back to the high priest. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna cast no. healing word on uh, tongues. Oh. That's <laughs> five, five points. Thank you. Um, you have magic weapon, right? No, but Shillelagh is a magic weapon. Okay, so that. I just need to figure out how that works because I don't know. Um, Is she resistant to non-magical weapons? Oh, no, no, no. She's going to cast magical weapon and then hit... Oh, oh, oh. Essentially, that's what that does. If I remember correctly, it gives you plus one to attack and damage, and it makes your weapon magical. So, like, some creatures are only... You'd only hurt them with magical weapons, right? Um, that is a natural one for the first attack. So that's a big ol' whip. But the second attack, we shall see. Does she knock herself out with her sword? Uh, no such luck. That is going to be a 
Also, wait, is the high priest not unconscious, or is that a different person? No. Can I take my, my, my held action in the middle of her turn? I feel like no, right? No. Because, like, she did, she has two attacks. Yes. But I can't do it right in the middle there. No, you can do it right after. Carry on. Um, that is going to be a 12 to hit? No, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she went twice. (laughs) And I I say... Gary attacks. I I say, I tried to warn you, and I attack her back. Okay. Lethally or non-lethally? Um... You have to say. You have to specify what you're trying to do. Hold on. I'm trying to add... Does 14 hit? No. Then it doesn't really matter. Comedy of errors here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not like... Nobody's like... Flank, nobody's like standing right behind her or anything, are they? Carberry. Car- are you standing right behind her? I mean, Yeah. She knows that I'm standing right behind her. Yes. Would she be flanked then? Yeah, she's surrounded by you guys. Yes, she is very close. Can I roll with advantage then? If that's a thing you can do when someone is flanked, then yes. It is when it's flanked, but it's also not like a... I mean, it is a rule, but it's not like a... It's an optional rule. Um, 16. Uh, yeah, that just hits. All right. I'm going to try and attack her... As non-lethally as one can with a fucking sword. Sort of the blunt edge. I guess. Hit her with the pommel. And there's a, 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 an ally within five feet. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh, shit. Ten. Sixteen plus three points damage. She goes down. Nineteen. But I'd like to try and keep her at zero. Should I roll yeah, that? Yeah, no, 19 is exactly how many she had, and because that just happened to work out for both of these people, because you got 13, and 13 was exactly how many they Ooh. had, and 19 is exactly how many they had. Oh, my God. So wow. I'm going to say that they both are unconscious, but not dead. As I as I bash her and lower her to the ground, I'm going to try and steal all of her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um Roll investigation to see if you can find it. <laughs> uh, natural 20, 25. <laughs> okay, so she's got chainmail armor. Yeah, I got a list for you. Um, does she have... I mean, yeah, read me the list. Why not? Chainmail armor... Her war hammer that she was hitting you guys with, five javelins, a belt pouch, a set of common clothes, a silk rope of 50 feet long, um, a club, and a lucky charm that takes the form of a small ring. I take the lucky charm. What's in the small pouch? Um, she's got 56 silver pieces. Hold on a second. 56 silver... And 50 feet silk rope? Yep. Five, 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 six. Um, so I'm going to take... I don't care about the... Uh, does anybody care about the javelins? Can anybody use a javelin? Uh, I, I already have a spear. 
It's a thrown strength weapon. I think it is strength, yeah. So it'd be me or Gary, kind of, and I don't think... I don't really see Gary javelining. No. Yeah. Um, Does the chainmail seem interesting, or is it just, like, regular? It's just regular. Okay. On, under her, like, tabard. Then I'm going to take the rope, the silver, and the lucky charm. Okay. We could use the rope to tie them up. No. What's in the other one? <laughs> in them? <laughs> Not in. What does the other one have? Probably less stuff because they're lower. I, you have to roll. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have to do some math real fast. If it's over 20, you succeed. No, it's 17. Uh, I'm going to say you succeed mostly. You find almost everything. Um, they have a leather armor, a shield, a belt, a belt pouch, a small knife, um, a map of the above city, like the above little town area, um, and in the pouch is 24 copper pieces and two gold. Okay. 24 copper, two gold, a uh, map of above city and small knife yep okay those are the things i'm taking okay i would like to make a perception check on behalf of gary because you said we heard growling further in you did in fact i want to see if i can see anything i'm not going to walk out away from the group but i think okay you guys are still kind of clustered around where the ladder was okay so that's literally right here in this little area right here you're kind of like right there because this little c shape right there that's where the ladder is it's just in this little tiny area right here um i'm gonna see if i can tell at least where it's coming from or okay the growling is coming from this direction that's it's very loud it's very obvious and you also hear some other things if you would like to roll for that um, yep god i'm rolling really badly tonight <laughs> Uh, that's a 15. You also hear moaning or crying. <coughs> From the same direction? Guys. What what was the Lucky Charm look like? Sorry. I'm, I'm... It takes a, it, it's like a signet ring for your pinky finger. Signet ring. Got it. Can I do like a medicine check on our two unconscious kobolds to see if I can get a sense about how long they're going to be asleep for? Sure. <laughs> that's a three uh <laughs> ten total um they they seem like they're kind of out down for the count okay. um but i mean being a cleric like you have some medical knowledge but mm -hmm. it's not song specialty so i'm gonna say that you are pretty sure that they're gonna be out for maybe half a day or so but Perfect. probably not more than that it's not they're waking up in 15 minutes no but like this they got hit real It's hard. like intense oh, trauma. It's like, it's like 20 seconds later, they're already back up. and they're No, like, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. All right, well, then I say that we drag them over to these, like, ladder spaces to keep them a little bit out of the way and, like, prop them up. I should say the ladder also continues down. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, lay them against the wall, and then we... I say we... Did Gary tell us about the moaning, or...? Yeah, I think I think they would have been like, guys, what's over there? 
we, we, we gotta go help him out, right? All right. Is so, it does it sound like human moaning? Yeah, it's that thing. Can you tell me? Um, humanoid voices. It sounds like, um, it sounds like kobold actually. Oh, I'm curious. Honestly. I'm also curious. Yeah, let's go. All right. Do we want to sneak forward? Do you want to send Spencer? Hey, yes, yeah, send me. I will <laughs> quietly. See in the dark. No. Uh, no. And it is pitch black. Uh, like there's a little porch by the side of the ladder, but the is, the rest of it is pitch black. I have my ultraviolet flashlight, but that does have some light. It's not like a full light for everybody else, but like it is some. You can go if you want, especially because I I have dark vision. I'm not sneaky. All right, so, I'm going I, to put the property, you know. Yeah, I'm going to sneak. <laughs> I'm going to sneak over there. To where the noises are. Okay, roll stuff. I was really hard with that. Maybe keep a message going in case he needs to talk to us. 21. Um, pretty bad uh, stealth for me. Huh? 21. Yeah, pretty, pretty bad. bad. <laughs> pretty bad um, I'm going to say that, hold on, I have to look at what's down there and see how it reacts to this. Um, I'm going to say that that is good enough. I also have disadvantage, uh, other people have disadvantage on detecting me if they're looking for me. Depending on how far you go. So right. where are you going? How far in are you going? Just enough to see? I just want to see whatever the sound is, because I think it's maybe barracks. So I'm going to quietly see if it's barracks. Okay, so you go in just enough to see, and you see a row of cells. Like locked or like open? Some of them appear to have doors. Some of them appear to be in very um, ill repair. And okay. you, at the end, you see a um, flash of glowing blue creature, but you can't see it perfectly from this angle. There's a creature at the end? Yeah, in, the, in that last cell. But it's in a cell. Yes, that's what it looks like. Okay. I know you just said that, but I'm like making sure. Yeah. I'm going to, I guess, walk along very quietly, uh, trying my damnedest not to be perceived, and see what this creature in the last cell is. Okay. Um, hold on. Because I have... This this thing has some special rules. Hmm. Can it see the ultraviolet? <laughs> no, but it has tremor sense. Oh. Oh, it'll know that I'm coming then, because its percep its perception will be super high. Um. So, yes, it does notice you there, and as soon as it notices you coming around the corner to get a better look, the roaring and and loud like monster noises intensify and it's it, its head streaks towards the front of the bars and you can get a good look at it mm -hmm. and it looks like this i mm. will send you guys a picture um but just as a quick verbal description it looks like a um salamander type animal but it's glowing blue and it has 
six legs and a mouthful of teeth. I'm picturing Randall from Monsters. That's also what yeah. I'm picturing. Yeah, exactly like that, except like it could kill you. Uh, I- I'm already scared of Randall, so. Oh, this is gonna be fun then. Cool. Does it look like it can get out? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. Or an investigation check. I think. I think it might be perception. I don't care. I'm not picky. Oof. That is a scary looking thing. <laughs> if I hear the roaring go up, I'm gonna message Spencer and just be like, "Everything okay?" <laughs> uh, here, wait a minute. I'll, I'll I'll narrate it for the uh a uh, uh, tape. Um, Rebecca, who's not here, uh, responds to this very scary looking animal, at with, "Oh, geez, a very sweet animal needs love." Um, but it definitely doesn't look like a person. Nope. Hmm. Kind of looks like a salamander um, centaur. Would you like to make a perception check, yeah. please? Hold on That's a second. Uh, five plus three, twelve perception. Um, you also notice the crying is coming from, uh, the cell adjacent to, um, the cell that the monster is in. Like a person? A cobalt. But like crying? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go over to that one and look mm-hmm. at it. Okay. I actually have this all organized like a dungeon okay. um, with numbers and, and shit. Um, all right. So cowering in the back of the cell is a young kobold, and it appears that their leg is broken. Huh. And there is an iron door between um, you and them. Weird. And I think I have about f- f- 10, 12 minutes left on my disguised self spell. Okay. Um, hmm. They're in jail and they're not very old. I'm going to tap on the bars and say... Hey, what are you in for? <laughs> As this monster goes rah, 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 off to one side. <laughs> I, I like that you're keeping up the voice, even though none of these people knew you were doing the voice before. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look, it'll be, it'll make sense when they all get together and talk about it later. They won't be looking for someone with a strong elvish accent, right? <laughs> what does an elvish accent sound like? I don't know. We've gotten okay. off track. Sorry. <laughs> um, so they um, look up and they look at you and they kind of cower further back into the back corner. Hmm. Okay. Is, who else is in this prison? Like, is there like a bunch of people in this prison now that there's all this noise? Would you like to do some investigating? Well, I just want to turn around and look around. If there's a bunch of people all locked up and I don't see any guards, I'm going to go get everybody else. Okay, you do that. Okay. There's just a bunch of people all locked up? So there are six cells, um, and I will tell you what is in each of them. Okay, so so I I look around. I don't see any guards, right? Yes. I go back to everyone else and I say, "Uh, hey, we need to... I need help. 
Oh, Nothing particularly okay, dangerous. Spencer, all right. Um, but I need to know if I should let these. I, there's something. This is very strange. Um, there's something weird going on. Um. So, if you look at the map, I numbered them starting at the top left and going clockwise. Mm -hmm. Each little cell, One, two, and there are six of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The first cell has an iron grate door, and it contains what appears to be a kobold skeleton. Um, okay. The second cell has no door, and you can investigate that room if you would like. Yep. Does... Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does the kobold skeleton look like it's been, like, picked over? Like, like are there It looks bite like marks? someone was left in there. For a very long time. 21. Um, it looks like there might be some disturbed ground in cell number two. Meaning? Something meaning, buried. Yeah. How big of a patch of disturbed ground? Pretty small. About cobalt size? Smaller. Hmm. Cobalt, baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, cell number three, we've already discussed, has a cowering young cobalt whose leg is broken. Cell four has the big monster in it, and um, would everyone please roll a an investigation check for that one? Because it seems reasonable. Boy. Yeah, for the big boy. Fifteen and four. <laughs> Fitting. Spencer, uh, can you pull this out? Oh, I already looked at the monster, didn't I? I want you to investigate the cell, please. It's 17 for a carry. The monster cell or the one with the buried thing in it? The monster one. Okay. Doesn't really matter to the roll because it's going to do whatever it wants, but uh, 16. Cool. So Gary notices that behind the monster is a, um, is a corpse. Um, but on that corpse, it looks like that person may have been actually a little bit similar to Gary in that they have, um, a satchel containing what looks like spilling out of samples and artifacts. Um, and Ooh. I'm going to let you guys know that if you were to retrieve that satchel, there will be a significant side quest that will lead to a feat for one of you. Hmm. It's behind the monster? Uh-huh. How far behind? Like, all the way behind in the back of the cell. No, like in, in Dungeons & Dragons terms, is it, like, 30 feet it, behind it? It's... Ugh, where's my scale? Um, It is... Yeah, like, 30 feet. All right. I'm going to say to Gary... If you can do anything... What's that? Yeah, from the door. From the door. Yeah. Are there bars, or there's, like, door? A door? It's a It's a barred... Cell. Hey, is there gaps? Little ones. Okay. Hey Spencer. Yeah. You have your little magic hand, right? That's what I'm doing. Hey, um, does anybody? I think it would be Gary. Hey Gary, would you see what you can do about calming this animal down? And I'm gonna see what I can do about getting that bag. Um, I'm gonna cast. Uh, speak with animals, I guess. Just keep it distracted. Talk to me about speak with animals, please. I'm sorry, I'm making you do Gary stuff, but I... I'm working on this. I just I don't want to use too many of there. Yeah, we also maybe try like animal. Well, you do. Because you also have 
how it works. I mean, I don't I, know how it works. Do I have it? I don't. I'm not proficient in animal handling. Mm. Uh, mm. I have a plus four to animal handling, but I feel like I'll get advantage if I'm talking to it. Yes. Is it? Is it an animal? Can I tell if it's an animal or like a beast? It's like a magical monster. However, I think so, for the purposes of speak with animals, it's like it has to be like not a person and not yeah, a tree. Does it matter if you have if they have a language or not? Uh, I don't think so. Because like you can cast it to like speak with mm. a bear. A bear doesn't have a language. Right, but like this animal does have a language. So when I play mm. my other game, we do speak with animals as it can it communicate in terms of sentience. So it's like if it were a bear, like how sentient a bear can still speak to you, but it's probably going to be like words. Right, so but I, if it has a language, then we might need something more like a comprehend languages than a speak with animals. Because yeah. it might be more akin to an alien than an animal, right? Yeah. Here's a question. Can I, Carberry, understand it? What languages does Carberry speak? Infernal. <laughs> what languages does everyone speak? Common. Common, Dwarvish, Elvish. Nope. I don't think so. Um, okay, so... Um, I can try to entangle it? Before you do that, how about... Because um, I assume we all realize it has some kind of... Some amount of sentience, as Tori said. Um, uh, tongs. How about uh, like what you did with those guards? Or you made them all not want to kill us. Uh, I don't have that at the moment. I didn't think it was going to be that useful. Got it. I could... In, I, we could make this thing blind. I do have blind... I do have a blind spell. Or a death spell. Okay. So before I do anything else, I'm going to go back over here and try and get this buried thing out of the ground. Can I go over and... Uh, you know where it is because you perceived it, so I think that that's just a given. I don't have, like, a shovel, but I'm going to, like, use my dagger or my Yeah, it's, not, it's not far buried in the ground, and there is 40 gold buried in a pouch. What if... Got it. What? Wow, all right. What if I cast Unseen Servant to just go in and get it? I think, yeah, that should work. But that will take a spell slot. My thing's a cantrip. I would do the cantrip thing, and I'd keep that on deck. What if it destroys the bag? Okay. What if I do minor illusion and like... Can you hide it? That Hide what? Like the bag. Can you make it seem like it's not there? Can I do that? I don't think he cares about the I bag. I think he wants to be let out. Can I do an inside check on the monster itself? I want to get a sense about whether or not this seems like a very malicious thing or if it just seems like it's like cut up and injured. Get here. God... It's one of my highest skills, and I never roll well. I got a one. Scary monster, eat tongue. Mm, bad. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to try and grab the bag with Mage Hand. So I'm going to do Minor Illusion and try to hide the bag, because I looked at the spell, and I should be able to cre create, like, an image in a five-foot cube, so I'm just going to create an image of, like, the dungeon, but there's no bag. Okay, um, so you're basically doing like a bending light to make it seem invisible. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but you're doing that 
to supposedly work from the monster's perspective of vision. And so I want you to roll a uh, perception to see how well that works. Or wisdom. I'll take you one. God. I'm just really doing poorly tonight. Perception and wisdom are the same for me. Spencer, get ready to try and grab the bag. I go like this. Oh, 18. All right, I think that that's, you've successfully hidden the bag. Um, however, you've hidden it visually. I can um, make noises, too. I think that we're doing people. it in concert. So noticed. we're like on, we're doing it together. Right. Um, do a sleight of hand check. Th, that's Trevor. So I probably can't even see her shit, but it just feels everything. Yeah, but he lifted. Uh, nineteen. Yeah. Um, how much? That's a good question. How how much weight can the mage hand lift? Ten pounds. I think it's five. Hold on a second. It's ten pounds. I think. Is it's it ten? ten pounds. Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's not really? weight. Okay. Too heavy. I have another idea. Now hold on a second. I, I talked over Tori, but I think that her unseen servant thing's good. I'm just like, I I can't see you, Tori, so I'm not sure how I'm... Yeah. But, like, right do you want to use a spell slot? I mean, I really just, like, don't even... I rely more on, like, mate, uh, monk stuff for fighting anyway. So, like, my warlock shit is more for, like, practicality. So, yes. Yes, so the answer is yes. So, while you do that, I'm going to try and play a song on my ukulele that calms him down? Is that a thing that I told you you could do with your ukulele? No, it isn't a real skill. It's a thing I just made up. Maybe it'll confuse his I would like you to roll um, performance and roll it real good. Yeah. Like, really good. Especially because you, I don't think I, Spencer has touched his ukulele in, like, months. Oh, no. He, he has some, but it's not really worth I don't worth... think that Spencer's skill with the ukulele has reached Jake's skill with the ukulele. No, I don't think so either. Um, so that's performance? Could it be yeah. persuasion? No. Persuading him to call da- calm down? Okay. Uh, so that's 14. 14. Mm. Mm, that is not effective. All right. Tori. I, I think while I send un, the Unseen Servant in, y'all just need to, like, stop or create just really big feeling. Can Unseen Servant pass through walls? I don't think so, but isn't it well, like... You can summon it inside the cave. Yeah. And you're going to pass it through the bars, maybe? Yeah, that's why I was... If, it's, if they're barred, it's probably... That's why I was asking about the bars, but I'm worried that the bars aren't far enough apart. No. Can the bat, the satchel, can the satchel slip through? Sure, if it um, didn't have any stuff in it. Yeah, if it didn't have stuff in it, it could definitely pass through. I don't. But the stuff presumably in the satchel is is where, like, you guys are gonna have to use some ingenuity if you want to get around fighting it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I can get to the satchel, and I can get out. It'll cost me two spell slots, and the thing would have one opportunity to hit me. And I feel like it could hit me, so I really don't want to do that, but like, right. if we're really desperate to get this satchel, I can do No, it. we've just focused on it. I think we're not, we're not thinking with portals. We need to think with <laughs> Rebecca, right? Like, what would Rebecca do in this situation? There's an unknown monster. She has a... Uh, she has all kinds of stuff. She has an affinity with animals. She has a um, 
a, a dictionary thing of animals that works once a day that we haven't used today. Um, that's but all I can think animal. of. What's the difference between you going in to try and get it and sitting in the unseen servant? The unseen servant, if it gets hit, won't No one die. cares. Yeah. I mean, it will, but like, it's not yeah. me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I think the unseen servant is a good idea, but the, I'm Sasha said that it might not be able to get it to us through the bars. We'd have to open the door. Yeah, but like that's the same. But you're. But I can teleport. Oh yeah. That's the. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I would rather do the unseen servant. I think that's a much better idea. But like, it would have to come back and then hand us out everything in the satchel one by one. Um, as the monster what, shakes the cage and tries to eat fully us. honest, what I think Rebecca would do is try to heal the kobold with the broken leg that's uh, crying. Was, okay, want... let's do that then. Uh, Is the kobold small enough to go ahead and take this? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I haven't used spell spells. I can go ahead and take this one because I was also thinking about healing the kobold. So, okay. she, so Gary could save more spell slots. Okay. Um, so the, is the door, like the door's locked to the kobold's cage, right? Um, um, hey, Spencer, can you possibly unlock this or I'm going to try and rip this thing off its hinges? Hang on, hang on. And that's a door with bars. I don't want to let a murderer out. Here's the thing. I don't want to let a murderer out. It's a child. It's a child with a broken leg. Renora killed somebody when she was a child or something like that. Spencer. Is Tori laughing at that? I cannot yes. see you. Okay, thank God. Spencer. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Does Spencer just stay in the voice the whole time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but also, you're blowing my cover here, man. Okay, uh... <laughs> Fuck, I have to figure this out, but it's something like twenty-four. My my kobold name is is a uh, uh, high priest. Fuck you. Um, but no one's asked that. <laughs> fuck you has been elevated from priest to high priest with the high priest unconsciousness. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Fifteen plus nine is some crazy high number. I think it's twenty-four. Yep. <laughs> So, so I'm trying to unlock this door, assuming I can use sleight of hand to unlock the door. Yes, you unlock the door. Okay. I say, uh, hey, don't kill us and we'll let you out. To the kid. They cower, like, they're very afraid of you. We're the good guys. Calm down. I take my hammer out and I set it down on the ground outside the cell. And I just hold my hands up and slowly make my way in. And when I, whenever he's within, like, reaching distance. I'm going to slowly reach a hand down. Okay, before you go on, um, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity uh, saving throw. There's a trap in the room. Oh, come on. Wow! 19. (laughs) Uh, You succeed, and as you walk through, a huge block of uh, rock tumbles down and hits where you would have been. I said, don't try and kill us, kid. We're the good guys. No, I think that's how he got his broken leg. Is the, wait, is the child an illusion? I like looking for the like a perception check. Sure. Can I also do a perception check? Sure. Uh, 17. Yeah, me as well. Looks like a scared child. I'm right. going to make sure there's no more traps in here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't do very good at it. Um, I got a 7. Uh, you don't see any other traps in the cell area. You right. perceive none traps. Got it. Spencer's reassurance, I'm going to continue on towards the child. Okay. 
And reach there, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on their leg. Okay, how much does that heal for? Oh, that's 12 points of healing. Um, awesome. They're almost fully healed. Yeah, how many hit points does that child have? Probably about as many as me. Uh, where's my thing? There we go. Uh, so I'm going to say... I don't think you could understand me, but we're here. I now. understand you just fine. Who the hell are you guys? How long have you been We're here? the good guys. That one I don't like. Here? You hey! Hey! Right. Hey! We're not here to hurt you. We just heard that there was a dragon causing a lot of problems for a lot of people. Yeah, no shit. So, I imagine the fact that you're in here, they didn't necessarily take kindly to something that you and your friends did or didn't do. Um, more like everyone in my community started worshipping a dragon, and I didn't, and it didn't end well. Well, good news. We're on your side. To continue, I say, okay, so you didn't believe in the dragon. The dragon is in fact... Uh, the blue dice, don't worry. Uh... No inspiration for Grayson. Disadvantage. <laughs> what? Disadvantage. Negative inspiration. Disadvantage on your cow. Everything forever. Uh, so the dragon is controlling your friend. Like it's controlling your clan or family. Yes. I don't know why, but I have a connection to this land and... So I woke up one morning and realized that this was all fake. Well, then that's very useful to know. I think we're here to try and save you all. Yeah, we're and here to break you out. I'm High Priest You. This is uh, Who, What, Third Base, Tongs, and Rose. We're all persuasion. Please, we're all persuasion. Good, because I want... Well, I got a natural 20, so... Or deception, yeah, roll with deception. I don't care. I got a 20. Whatever it is, it's quite high. Was it a nat 20? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you who everybody is. So, yes. Carbury is who, Gary is what, Renora is third base, Tongs is Tongs, and Rose is Rose. Okay. I'm going to need you to remind me of that because that's going to be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm high priest, fuck you, or high priest you, right? They were here to help. Uh, okay. Well, I, so, we're. I don't think there's any other traps in here. We're going to. Sorry. <laughs> hey, who broke into the prison and freed you? You did. No, I didn't. Third base. <laughs> I thought about that at like two of the morning one day, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grayson was saying it's. <laughs> We're here to deal with the dragon. It might be the safest for you all to stay here and just wait until we come back to get you. I mean, I have a completely newfound trust for High Priest Fuck You here, but <laughs> <laughs> please, please, I'm just fuck you to my friends. <laughs> Um, but you six don't look like you're ready to take on this dragon. Are you sure? Like, 
this seems like he has my entire village enthralled. You know, every single person has said that to us so far, and it's just made me want to go and fight this guy more. We're not. I mean, okay, fuck you. <laughs> Can you tell me the history of the dragon's presence in the town? Um, sure. Uh, we had a relationship with a, uh, another dragon at one point, and it was hard, but you know, we had a system and, and we had protection. It wasn't, it wasn't great. And I was little. And so I don't understand it all that well, but we were protected. But this, this monster came in and destroyed everything, destroyed our world. And then all of a sudden, Everyone that I knew, including me, we all worshipped him, and most of that is a fog. I'm sorry. Okay, it's not your fault. It's just, this is a very difficult situation, obviously. Yeah. We're going to help as best we can, so. Okay, well, um, I mean... You got is a name on this dragon? No. Do you know anything about the creature that's in the cell to the left of you? Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be his dinner. Ah. Congratulations. <laughs> I think my cool. understanding was correct that it's a malicious thing. Yeah. They kept feeding travelers they found to it, and it was eventually supposed to be a gift to the dragon after it was fattened up a little bit. Okay. Well. You know what languages it speaks? Not a clue. It doesn't speak like, you don't speak like Draconic or something. I speak Draconic. That's but it doesn't speak Draconic. Okay. Then, unless you know a way to be able to break your compatriots out of this fog, whatever the dragon's doing to them, I don't know. I wish I have flashes sometimes, but most of the time that I was enthralled are not there in my memory. Then it might be safest for again for you all to stay here until the dragon is dealt with. I mean, I can stay in this cell if I have to. You know, not necessarily in this cell, but in this area. Not trying to go up to the village above where there's plenty more of your fellow... I mean, you know that people come down here all the time, right? Here's what you do. What's your name, kid? Sarah. Sarah. Great name. There's two knocked-out priests over there. We're all gonna move those priests into your old cell. You put on one priest's clothing and act all surprised and, and hurt and like, like, like someone overpowered you. Are you a priest? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to help them do that. I don't think kobolds weigh very much. Nope, they're like two feet tall. So I'm going to help them with that. I, why do you think you were able to not be enthralled? What made you different from... I don't know. Over the last couple weeks, I started developing a connection to this land. I started feeling like home, and I slowly became aware. And I my memories start back up, and... I have 
my my sharpest memory, my sharpest earliest memory after being enthralled is waking up one morning and feeling the breeze on my face and realizing in an instant that this wasn't real. Well, then I say we unlock the other cells. Figure out Do how not to... let that thing out, please. Not... Obviously not that one. Your other prisoners here. Safe I think the... I'm the only one here. Like, did we not... The other ones didn't have people? Oh, sorry. I missed you. There was a dead person, 50 gold, and two we didn't look in. Yeah, you, we didn't get that far, but okay. um, let's see. Uh, cell five is um, caved in, mm -hmm. and cell six is filled with frozen meat and iron chains. Lovely. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah, I was about to say, oh. is it cold? It's cold. <laughs> um, we could, oh, what if we use, out of character, what bait. if we use the, yeah, bait. yeah. Oh, yes, great plan, great plan, Grayson. <laughs> This is a great plan. Okay, I'm going to unlock the monster's cell and open. I assume what? this is your plan. No, I'm not going to open it. I'm going to unlock it. No, I say we toss the meat in the yeah. No, no, no. We're going to let it free and lock it in the one with all the meat. Spencer. <laughs> but we're going to hide. We're going to be in, one, in a cell that isn't locked. It's seen us. We've yeah, but we're not... For the last ten minutes. Also, you probably understand what I'm saying. We make yeah. a trail of meat over there, <laughs> and then it's out of the room, and we can go in. 1930s cartoons. Okay. I mean, what if we just gave it some meat, and then the unseen servant went in, and it's sufficiently. We still have to open the door. It has an AC of ten. Well, Maybe the monster doesn't roll that well. I mean, if we distracted enough, the unseen servant could just hand us stuff out one by one. Yeah. I mean, or you could. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. But we're yeah. we're gonna have to open the door to get the meat in there anyway. Is there a slide? Why? No, 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 no. We don't have to. We just throw it in between the bars. Yeah. I don't think. How far apart are these bars? Can we fit meat in between? Oh yeah. 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 We can fit pieces of meat. Not this meat. We can yeah, cut it up. this is yeah, you have to cut this it is up. some brontosaurus burger shit. We're gonna, okay. I'm gonna cut the meat. All right, go unlock the meat cellar, <laughs> not the monster <laughs> cellar. <laughs> I, I, I look. I like the idea of letting it loose and then we close the door behind him. It's like, yes, everyone had their own good idea, but it's like, oh, wait, hold on. The fact that it speaks a language says to me it's probably intelligent enough not to get trail tricked by, but like, it's a... Probably so hungry. It got trail. tricked by kobolds! But there's, like, a lot of them. <laughs> okay. What'd had... you get to unlock the meat, meat storage? I hadn't rolled it. Ooh, how fun. Oh, God. Great. It remains locked, and furthermore, as you step up to unlock it... Oh, jeez. How do we... That rock trick was just cruel, Sasha. Sasha, it's really I ambitious want... of you to have five layers of this dungeon. We're gonna... Seven. Oh, God. Uh, as, as you go to unlock it and fail to do so... Um, you step on an electrified floor tile. And say, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would like you 
to make a uh, make a uh, deck saving throw. Oh, bad, 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 bad. Uh, nine. No. I would like you to take. <laughs> Uh, 15 points of electric damage and become deafened for... Can I have somebody's triangle dice? Oof. For, uh, three minutes. Oh, Okay. Completely deaf. No one else has to be right? How sturdy does the, do the bars look? Do they look old and decrepit or in you know, repair? Are they solid? They are solid, and you know they're solid because the monster is currently banging into them to try to get to you guys. The meat cellar. Uh, the meat cellar bars do not look that solid. Hammer time? I'd, I'd like to go ahead and try and, like, Pirates to the Caribbean, get some leverage and, like... Are you stepping yeah. on the electrified plate? No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Here, here's what I do. I get electrocuted for more than half my damage, and I go... Jesus Christ, I can't hear anything. What? Don't step there. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna I guess I I'm say Corell and Larathian, not Jesus Christ, but whatever. It's, you know, fantasy. Yeah, no, no, we're good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um... Hey, Togs! <laughs> hey, Togs! Don't step there. It'll fucking kill you. It actually might. I can't hear you. Gary, 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 healing words. Spencer for five points. Spencer is still deaf for the time. What are you doing? That be that feels good. <laughs> okay. Don't avoiding, step there. Avoiding the electrical. Plate, I can't hear I you. Try and like yank this thing off. Okay, so head. what I'm envisioning is Tom coming over and he's trying not to step on the thing, and so he's doing this. Oh, isn't it a really long? <laughs> yeah, it's in front of the door. I, I point to Spencer one? and I say like, like. You know, you don't have lips, so I can't even read your lips. <laughs> You want me to make a rug? <laughs> I can't make a rug, buddy. <laughs> this is oh a great I don't have a loom. I, I take out my hammer and I mind like bringing it down on the electrical. I don't plate. think we can break through the floor with just a hammer. <laughs> I keep doing it. I keep like I, I'm this staring. This goes on for approximately three minutes of excellent comedic value. And no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I roll something to unlock the or to fix the ground to break it. Uh, disable the trap. Yeah. What do I do to do that? Uh, these tools or sleight of hand? Yes, thieves' tools and sleight of hand will allow you to disarm traps. God, it's been a long time since I, I got another one. Can I roll a different okay. die? And try again. I just killed a monster. <laughs> Might be um, easier. Wait, how many health points did you get me? saving throw, please. How many health points did you give me, Garby? Oh. I forgot to write it down. Five. And All right. Gary. Gary. Five, six, seven. What did you roll okay. for your death? Hold on. Nine plus uh, six. Okay, so a lot. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, that'll do. I don't think yeah. I can unlock it. I don't even have words. <laughs> <laughs> this is not meant to be a hard puzzle. Here's what I'll do, Tongs. I'll use thieves. I'll, I'll use mage hand to disarm the door with thieves' tools at distance. Boy, wouldn't that have yeah. been interesting to do first? <laughs> Can't hear you. I see your lips moving, but it doesn't. Nothing's happening. 
talking about the meat seller, correct? <laughs> okay, uh, 18 plus 9, so 20 something. Yeah, yeah, you disabled the lightning trap. <laughs> Watch out for the ground. It, it'll shock you and make you deaf. I'm just imagining the scenario. There were all these things, like Spencer. This is not meant to be a comedy. Spencer's just sitting there. He's like, oh, I'll just I'll unlock the door with Mage Hand. We're all staring at the meat seller. And we just hear a click from the left. <laughs> Like when I was like, right, and my mom was like, merge onto the interstate to the right, and definitely merge to the left. <laughs> All right. Ooh, okay. Is the door unlocked? Hey, the door is unlocked. I like to try and rip it off the hinges. Watch out for the ground. <laughs> oh, that's crooked, but. Uh, no. One. <laughs> the door rips. Tongs arms off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Tongs just like bangs his Tongs grips the door and leans back and the arms stay. Oh. <laughs> Carvery, a little help. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I'm not in charge here, you guys are. Oh my god. I made god. <laughs> I don't think that was the electricity trap, Tongs. What the hell? How big is the how big is the electric panel? It's disabled now, but it's, it's disabled. Yeah. Disabled. We can I the creature what can the creature understand comments? You don't know? I hope not. Yeah, Speak to the creature. How can we test that? Just say hello. Just say something to it. <laughs> and it is still like chomping yeah. around the bars and making growling noises at you. Assist Carvery as best I can by giving her advice on what to do. What are you um, trying to do? Reconnect the arms, please. <laughs> Fifteen. Do you have advantage to my advice? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Look, Sarah, we're, we'll be a lot better when we fight the dragon. This is just, you know, it's just the yips. Seventeen. Uh, you you reconnect Tong's arms. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of buckling and bolting involved. Also, wait a minute. Why don't we just attack this thing through the bars? I literally was just like, do I just need to get the fucking shortbow out and shoot it? Pew pew. We all have ranged attacks. Everyone here. We're I think, just, I think we're, we're at idiots. That point. My ears why. are ringing. I think a little bit's coming back. Did you say you wanted I to have... let it out? <laughs> Because I thought you said you didn't okay. want to do that before. I would like to try to lightning lure the creature and pull it up against the bars. Okay. Um, Wait, if we, you guys or to one back, side. I want to try and say hello once. Yeah. Hello. I, I go over to the creature and I say, look, we don't want to hurt you. We just, like, we just need to get some information. Are you okay talking with us? It makes a sound. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Freaking firing squad line up, I guess. <laughs> if you guys are going to try to attack this thing, I am going to make you roll initiative. What is Rose doing for all? Yeah. Hey, Rose, Rose, you got anything that can knock a creature out? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Alright. No. Initiative time. Yep. I Everyone? Mean, okay. I. 
can Gary try to speak with animals just once? Absolutely. I don't know if it'll work. Right? What? I mean, that's a It's a ritual spell, so it doesn't oh, have to. Oh, yeah, go for it. Cool. I'm going to do... As they do it, my disguise falls because my time's up and my hearing comes back. Cool. And um, Sarah looks at you and she goes, High Priest, fuck you? (laughs) Yeah, look, here's the thing. We're from far away. Priests look different in our horde, okay? Okay. (laughs) Cool, kid. This was just a guise because the people here don't seem super interested in talking to people who aren't kobolds. Yeah, no, my people threw me in jail and were going to feed me to a monster, so... You right, I didn't want that to happen to me. So. <laughs> um, okay, so I've, I've cast... Gary has cast Speak with Animals. Okay. Do they understand Could anything? Did you read me the spell? You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within the past day. Okay. Um, That's like for a regular bird or something. Isn't there something about, like... Let the DM decide. Yeah. Yeah. The other stipulation is you may can perform... You may can persuade the beast to perform a small favor. Yes, yeah. at the DM's discretion. I... Um, small favor being <laughs> I'm going to say that this that this does work. Okay. All right. Oh, great. 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 God. Um, what do you say? Should we call Rebecca? Hello. <laughs> good. Good. That sounds like Rebecca. So. Have that bag, please. <laughs> You there was no preamble. I think there needed to be a little more preamble. Too. You think? Uh, how are you? <laughs> Thank you. Um, the, the voice responds in your mind. I will enjoy tearing you limb from limb. Is there any scenario where you maybe don't want to do that? You are a creature of fire, and I will enjoy extinguishing it. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Okay. Uh, so really just wants to kill us. That's weird. Right. Wait a minute. We're not creatures of fire. You are. No, but Gary was the one talking to me. Yeah. Oh, Gary is. They... Gary, reveal your dark secrets. <laughs> what does that fucking mean? I think it means it's a water elemental, but Spencer doesn't know that. All I know is that we know that this thing is very evil. It's very malicious. I say it, and we need that material over there. I say we just deal with this. All right. One more question. What if we gave you some of that meat over there? I'm full already. Cool, cool, cool. Killing cool. is a pleasure. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm done. Cool thing, bro. <laughs> Just take the fucking gun out. Squad line up. I am going to make you roll initiative. That's fine. Watch this thing could just teleport out of the bars at any time and just decided to stay in there. Um, what you guys' help with that? 
Um, I'm almost full. Oh, I am going to, before we do it, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Spencer, because he is low. Yeah, I'm at 17. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, good call. Okay. That, oh, wait. So that's 11 points. Cool. Cool. I am going to make you roll initiative. Yeah, uh, I got a 19. Um, okay, okay. Well, hang on. Yes, I will. Thank you. Okay, I got a 17. Okay. Uh, Carbury got a 10. Gary got a 1. Fine. I got a 6. 6? No, just 6. Rose got 19. Uh, 10. And the Frost Salamander got a... A um thirteen. Do we get a surprise round? No. All right. We've been talking with this guy. Yeah. Uh, it just might not be able to take any actions. I mean, unless it has some kind of ranged attack. I'm sorry. I just need Rose. Rose. Nineteen. Uh, what's her dex? Dex. Um, let me double check. I have these on two separate papers because I'm not very good at it. Um, Dex is minus one. All right, but I'm going to go ahead of... Respect to the tank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I will also say that since you guys are lining up and it's clear what your intent is, um, I'm going to say that Sarah rolls a two. Hmm. She might not decide to take any actions, but she's in the, in the, the order. order. Um, I'm a six. Um, yeah. Sarah was her name. Mm-hmm. She uh, is uh, dressed like one of the priests, maybe not the high priest. And no, well, yes, now she is. Right, and so she might have one of their weapons. I don't know. Um, Didn't you take all their weapons? No, but no. She's right not the high this priest, minute. Right? A, er. a naked priest, a regular high priest, are in a cell without any of their weapons, and they're in like a pile. So she can have one of those. Yeah, so she's she's got it. the the high priest hammer. She's a child. Yeah, a child keep, with a hammer. We need to keep her away from this thing. Also, <laughs> a our... child with a hammer has got to be hard for tongues. <laughs> child with a hammer, I know. Okay. So, Alright, the other thing is, we learned this with the wolves, a lot of these creatures might have ways of breathing very bad stuff out. <laughs> so, A, spread out. B, don't be right next to the bars. I was going to pull it close to the bars so that we could, like, hit it. No? I'm going to hit it with a crossbow. Can you at least, like, uh, grapple him in that way? So it's... he doesn't move because I just think he, he looks erratic? It's a cantrip. It doesn't okay. have that. Right. I say we like. Yeah, I think right. we could stay back and like attack it with range. Little girl, you okay? She's taking a nap. Oh, don't worry about her. Sorry. She's okay. You okay, baby? I'm paying attention. I'm a good GM. Anyway, if we're by the bars, it's just gonna attack us through the bars, right? All right. Well, it's, I no, guess it's, spread it's, out. Yeah. I'm going to be There's within... There's not that much room to spread out. It's a pretty narrow corridor. Right, yeah. I'm not going to be much oh, use unless yeah. until I can get... Oh, I'll just use... Uh... Never mind. Continue. Uh, 
Well, if we start with me, I'm literally just going to get... Tell me the, the width between one side of the bars and the other side of the bars is in, like, the hallway. How... I'm sorry. The distance between the, the cells that are facing each other. Like... Mm, 20 feet? Oh, that's... I don't know what I was thinking. I'm going to... I need to be as far as possible or else I get a disadvantage on a ranged attack. So okay. I'm going to back all the way to the opposite cell, which I think is the meat. Is the yeah. meat directly across? Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and use my short bit. Short bit? Short bit. <laughs> a 13 doesn't hit, does it? Okay, no. Uh, that would be Rose. Uh, cool. We've communicated to Rose that this thing wants to murder, right? Yeah. Okay. I think she's been there the whole time just chilling. Right, but I speak mean, with I, animals I, doesn't I, make the animal... But speak with animals doesn't make the animal talk. It just makes the person who cast it able to understand the animal. But, like, Gary... I mean, if Gary told all of you... Well, I, I don't know. I was just making sure. I don't know. Um, that does not hit. Okay. Then we're on to Tom. I... Just because I think this thing's an actual big guy, I'm going to go ahead and cast Spiritual Weapon inside the cell. Full? And start whacking it. Okay, what is talking to your Spiritual Weapon? Hmm, <laughs> um... I'd like it to be a ceremonial falchion, but like... Okay! But made, a it's like, like a, a curved sword. sword. Yeah. But I want that because I want there to be like a decal of like fire on the edges of it because I feel like it's appropriate for this. You have a hot rod sword. Yeah. <laughs> you start a vlog with like shitty sword mods. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a four plus. Uh, wisdom four seven eleven. Nope. Okay, and then I'm going to also throw my little javelin at it. Mm-hmm. And that's. Uh, that one is three, six, seventeen. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right, so that's just gonna be. Are you gonna lose your javelin? No, it's chained to his arm. All right, so that's four points of damage, and I'm gonna pull it back. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Where's we're at, Mr. Salamander? Oh, fun. Frosty boy. <laughs> Okay. Um, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, it's going to use freezing breath. Of course it is. What I tell you? <laughs> What's the range on that? Um, it is a 15 foot cone and it goes 30 foot back. Ah. It's 15 feet in radius, Tori. Yes. yes. Uh, I want to point out that several people have rings of advantage on cold constitution saves. Yeah, everybody needs to make a DC constitution save. Okay. I got a 15. I actually have a good constitution. I wish we did more. That was with advantage? Yeah. My constitution's zero. I get advantage on mine, right? Because I have the cold ring? Yes. Rose tail. Right, that's 12 for me. Uh, 12 fails. 19. Success. Okay. 10 for Gary. Fail. Um, for me, uh, 
20. Because it goes 30 feet from... Uh, 30 feet back. Yeah. It's a triangle. None of us would be out of that since we spread out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I got 20. You're you're good then. Gary got 10. That fails. Nah. Rose fails. And even though Rose is a sweet uh, Sarah succeeds. Wait, Sarah's wait no, she's still in the cell, isn't she? No, the cell's wait, closed. We roll it. We roll it because she's gonna help us. No, what? I didn't understand. I thought she was hiding in the cell. Why no, she's got to. She's gonna, gonna help. She's gonna help. No, <laughs> she's a child. <laughs> oh God, dang it! <laughs> she succeeds. Um, okay, uh, and that is going to be let's see, uh, a few d10. I yelled to Sarah the moment that he recognized her. Sarah, run away, like get back, like move. Where's my other D10? Uh, there's another. Oh, that's a yeah, anyone will do. Yeah. Those two work. Um. So that is eight, nine. Yeah. And five is fourteen. Uh. So that's seven points of damage to everyone who won? Yes. Okay. Um, and that's the first round of that. Shit, guys. I don't know if this is worth it. And then um, is going to do. Uh, back up and just stare at you guys. Do it again. Wait, I, I haven't gone. At all. Huh? Uh, I don't think Renora or I have gone. No, Renora went first. Yeah, uh, it's Carvery's turn. Okay, well, I'm gonna give him a good old-fashioned uh, a witch bolt. Mm -hmm. Um, and cool. Just uh... my head. Okay. Uh, that. Do you want to do I mean, I'm already as far away as I can get, right? Feasibly, yeah. Hey, Tori, could you get significantly closer to the table? I cannot hear you at all. Okay, I'm going to start yelling then. All right, that's fine. Can you hear me better now? Yes, thank you. I'd also like to see you. Is everything okay? No, yeah, I'm just not feeling like I've got some cramps. So I'm just kind of like spreading out periodically. Pointing the mic towards you did a lot of work, actually. Um, thank you. Um, yeah. Sasha, I'm going to use AIM... Okay. Which we talked about the other day. Yes, we did. Um, so I'm, I'm going to, yeah. Please hit. Okay, hold on, hold on. 20-something, 20, 20. Yeah, that hit. Ooh, maybe? A lot. That hit. Uh, so that hits, and it does 8, 9, 10, 11. It does 11, 14 points of damage. I shoot him with a crossbow. Is that right? 8, 9, 10, 11, plus 3, 14. Yes. Okay. It can hurt. Nope. Okay. No, they've been fattening it up. It's as healthy as it's ever going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to Sarah. Ah! Cool, cool. Okay. 
I'm very familiar with uh, child combat and tongs. And tongs is very much not okay with this <laughs> at any conceivable level. Sarah is going to attempt animal friendship. Uh, that would have been a good move, kid. <laughs> it's a disadvantage now, I think. Even though she was very much like, that thing wants to fucking kill us, I was going to be its dinner. She didn't see it. Oh, yeah, because there's it's walls between there, not bars. Like stone walls. I hope this and works. she doesn't really understand her abilities very well. Ooh, I like her. All right. So... All right, it needs to be... And that's the beast. Got that much. He's got 13 to save, and hers is... The beast succeeds on the saving throw. This is a good good attempt. Good hustle, kid. Okay. All right, Uh, that brings us to... She does not get out of here, but she does stand behind you. Okay. Gary. Okay. Um, how big is the cell that the creature is in? Um, about 30 feet back and about 10 feet wide at the door. So if I did something with a 20 foot radius, it would cover It would the definitely hit it. Uh, all right. Um... 20 foot radius circle or 20 foot radius cone? Because you're definitely going to hit other people if it's a circle. It's a, it's, I can pick a spot. I was thinking of doing spike growth, which is that I would make the whole ground of the cell unpleasant in, into spikes so that anytime it moves, it takes damage. Okay. Um, it is a big spell, though, so I hope she doesn't mind. Uh, you're going to have to take a long rest after this somehow. Yeah, I think so. We're going to have to hold up in the cell. And hope for the best. Not the worst idea. Other, I mean, other guards are going to come eventually. Or I could just do a thunder wave. Sarah leans over and she goes, you're right, fuck you. <laughs> I like this. All right, I'm going to do spike. Gary is going to do spike growth and just turn the whole ground of the cell into... It said... Um, Sprouts hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. Um, the transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural, so we wouldn't know. Um, any creature that can't see... Well, any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast must make a wisdom perception check against your spell to recognize the terrain is hazardous. It can't make a choice about entering the train. I don't know if it would get hurt when I cast the spell. I think that it's going to make a deck saving throw to get out of the way. There's no getting out of the way. It's going to be the whole thing. It actually can get out of the way because it can climb walls. (laughs) (sighs) It's a salamander. Would I have known that? No, probably. Gary might have. Gary might have. Yeah, Gary to see if Gary would sure. have that. Sure. 
But hey, out. we're just, we, it still has to succeed. Maybe it does not. It, it, what, what, what's, what's the nature of proficiency? Nature. Or maybe it, it might be uh, history? Uh, it's, okay, nature. so 15. No. Cool. This is a rare creature. Like, bro, see what happens. I'm going to make a deck save on behalf of my monster. Well, that's a four. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I'm going to say that does not succeed. Okay, so does it get hit with the spell? Yes. I think it gets, it, it does it. It takes whatever the, if you enter the terrain. Yeah. But it, it, takes, it, it also people. takes that on its turn, yeah. right? Yeah, whenever it moves. Yeah. So it, yeah, anytime that it moves within this terrain, anytime it moves five feet within this terrain, it's going to get hit. Okay. I don't know how close it is to the walls right now, but like anytime it moves around, it's going to get hit with that. Okay. So it would take that on its turn whenever it decides to move, I guess. Okay, we'll do that. Um, and I, I'm going to say when that happens, two other things happen in the room. One, it hisses. It's realized the spell has been cast because it has tremor sense. And so the fact that the ground has changed is very obvious. And two, Sarah looks at Peripheric Aramis with wide eyes. Mm. Sarah's a baby druid. Oh, little baby druid. Um... Paraphrag Garamus, who we've told the kid whose name is is what? <laughs> I feel like Gary would respond to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, kind of short bow again, man. Like I don't know what else to do in this okay. situation other than the. Fight. I mean, you could do like witch bolt or something. Is that better than the short bow? I don't have no eldritch black. Eldritch black. Uh, I was like, uh, no. I mean, like, that's just. I don't really want to burn a swat. Isn't it a cantrip? Also, I mean... Yeah. Cantrips don't burn slots, dude. Yeah. Elder yeah. Splash. Elder Splash is only eight. This is... It's a D10. Elder Splash is a ten. Yeah. yeah I'll do it. All right. Spellcasting modifier is that's the That's the meme. It's just stupid powerful. Yeah. It's so this... the warlock thing. Sixteen. Uh... This is how I feel in Sorry, every fight, I, Tori. I lose to something that's locked in a cell. It couldn't even reach him. Well, there's stuff in the way. Yeah. Rose. Rose. Sorry. I need to be more prepared. I apologize. Um, all Just right. Just having fun. You're watching the, watch the show. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, who's injured? I mean, all of us. Uh, all we all us. were in the fucking Yeah, I, I'm injured 11. Huh? I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm about half health, but I, I have plenty. Gary's <laughs> injured, but doing okay. All right, she looks around at you guys, and she just got injured too, and she's going to do mass cure wounds. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and that is going to heal you for the D10, right? I have no idea, actually. It's a D10. I'm calling it. Uh... Plus wisdom, like, um, oh, wouldn't it just be, yeah, plus your wisdom modifier. That's going to heal you for 10 points each. Oh. Nice. You're going to do that sometime. <laughs> she goes. <laughs> Healing bros. And then, like, she, like, Gary as well. keeps her eyes on the monster and leans over and, like, knocks her oh. arms with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, who's next? That would be Tongs. 
Um. Okay. How? I'm gonna go ahead and take. Now I'm gonna stay right where I am, but I'm going to use my bonus action to swing with the falchion. Um, and that is. Do it good. Nope, never gonna do it good ever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is taking longer than I thought. Oh my god. Wow, which right, right, we didn't even fucking see the dragon. <laughs> well, that was the plan. Anyway. I'm going to I'm going to try and throw it and then yank it back down to the ground. Very cool. All right. Who's next? Salander. On. Runner every five feet it moves. It's not actually it is going to move. It's going to go up to the wall. Okay. How far away is the wall? Actually, no, it's going to go up to the ceiling so it's hanging and looking at you. Oh, it has to get to the how wall far, first. How far is it to get to the wall? Oh, it's definitely gonna take your damage. Alright. But how many how, I mean, how far is once it? or twice. Like is it ten feet away or is it five feet away? Ten. Okay, so, so it's gonna four D four. Yeah, four D four damage. Or if you want. God, I don't even know how many. Who's got a hit on this guy? Me. A couple people. Three, three, three and four. So, so eleven. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think you add anything to that. It shouldn't be. Yeah. No. Um. Okay. Um. And it's going to do freezing breath again. It has another one. Is anyone out of range? I'm not. I mean, no. I think everybody has to be in range by default. Pretty so, much, if, unless you guys go around the corner. Um, I need everybody to make a de- uh, constitution saving throw against cold. Okay. So, uh, I got a I got 20. 21. You save, you save. Hang on. You take half damage each. Then I have. Uh, I think I save because I got uh, 16 plus 5, so. That's 21 for me and hey, shit. 15, 15, 17 for Gary. Both of you say. Your constitution's up. plus you, five? You, cool. I'm proficient. Nice. Harvey's <laughs> oh, oh, hardy as heck. Chloe thinks you're funny. Okay, so how much damage do we each take? Let's find out. Dun, 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 dun. Let's bring out the big wheel. You take... Uh, yeah, that's what that says. Um, people who fail take 26. Everybody else oh, takes half. Oh, no, people... Uh, people who fail take 26? Yes. Okay, I'm so down 13. 10 hit points, lads. I have to find out what 30 uh, minus 13 I was, is. Am I the only one that failed? Yeah, I was the only yeah. one that failed. 30 minus 13 is... Hold on, be I like, can get it. It's 17. 17. It's 17. Okay. I can get there eventually. It's 17. Uh, uh. Alright. Renora no, yells. Why do we need this again? Because <laughs> there's a shiny behind it. And we don't know what the shiny is. It's a good point. <laughs> like, we know it leads to a feat. Yeah. We don't know it leads to yeah. a feat. I'm sure there is somebody. Whatever it's guarding, it's gotta be good. Well, it's possible. 
Tom's not like that. Spencer's like, hey. Okay. Someone put a big guard, big dangerous guard dog in front of something. Clearly, it's got to be good. You don't, you don't break into a house that doesn't have any locks no, on the I was doors. Just dinner. Yeah. It wasn't like that was in the guard. Okay. Sasha, we now that someone's doing it, can I make the uh, attack and knock it down? I am going to run to the restroom real quick. You tell me how much damage you're doing if you hit. Uh, don't hit. 7 feet to hit. Ugh, uh, no. Shit, dog. Alright, what's going on? <sighs> well, I missed, so I'm just... Who's that? Bless me or something? Sarah? Salamander. Something, oh, it's Carberry. Actually. Oh, yeah. If it's one of my people, I hold until it's, the next one of you goes. It's not, it's Carberry. Sorry, I was wrong. I'm just contemplating doing something stupid and Tom's can maybe I, I, help. I can't bless, I, I need to be able to touch you, right? Well, so, you, you can, I'm not... I know, but I'm saying like, you, need, you need to hold your action to Misty Step until my next turn, right? Oh, it's an action to bless? Well, since I can do something, I can warding bond you. you so you take half damage on all attacks. I will allow damage. it. <laughs> so like, you have to allow it. Yep. I don't know. No, but I'm saying like I'll let him skip a turn if he if you guys are gonna do something stupid and you want to do it now. Right. You wanna? If I can't do it until my next turn is the point. So you. Sasha's saying she'll let you bend the rules if oh. you're gonna do something stupid. If you want to try to misty step so you can teleport in and teleport out. I want to see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to make you wait until next turn. <laughs> I'm going to cast Warding Bond on Carberry. Okay. So that means that until for the next hour, as long as you're within 60 feet of me, you have plus one to AC, plus one to all saving throws, and have resistance to all damage types. Sweet, sweet. I have, like, 17 hit points. Hold on one second. Um, Rose leans over to you and she says, are we buffing Carberry? What's going on? We're... She, we're thinking that this thing might be a bit too much to handle, so she's going to, okay, I'm whispering as much as we as can here, she's going to go in there, get out as quickly as possible. So just, we need to get her, allow her to get out, get in there for one turn with this thing. She goes, oh, yeah, I can help with that. Um, she is going to use an aura of protection. Yes. Sweet. Um, an ally within 10 feet gets plus 2 on saves. Will I be within 10 feet once I'm inside? No, but it's, it buffs you, and then you can leave the area. It's just the initial, like, oh, okay. the initial, yeah, cool. uh, thing. Well, alright, I'm gonna, um, what I'm gonna do is, I know that there's spike growth in there. I am gonna misty step in and try to land on the body that's behind it so that I don't get spiked. <laughs> No. Yeah. And use my turn to just go in there and try to pick up the satchel. Okay. Okay. Um, or actually, there any I reason? don't pick up the satchel until next turn because I don't want it to feel me pick it up. I mean, it's gonna feel me land in the right. Yeah. But is there? Don't, any... don't let it take the bag away from you. Is there any reason that you would have to roll to do that? Because Missy Step's just a thing you can do. No, nope, I just do it. I just do it. Just making sure. Using the spell slot, I'm doing my due do diligence. It. We're going to have to do long grass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? That would be Spencer. All right, I'm going to use aim again. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I take it back. I love this thing. Uh, and I'm going to try and hit it with another fucking crossbow bolt. Um, okay. ooh, 
bad. Uh, 18. Mm, 18 hits. Okay. 18 is not a bad roll. It is for me. Just because you are min-max. Uh, hold on. Hang on. Don't say anything. I can't think. <laughs> um, that's 10. That's 15. That's 15 plus 3. 15, 16, 17, 18 damage. Okay. Sneak attack. Any Anything you can get uh, uh, advantage on. Yeah, no, 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 I'm down, I'm down. What did I just say, 18, something like that? Yep. All right, 18 damage. Done. Who's next? Uh, Sarah. Sarah is going to also, this thing is hanging from the ceiling. Sarah is going to, sorry. I don't think I actually did do anything crazy to him it's just like rogues are crazy and yeah this, they are and this new aim thing fucking rules uh it does when you're fighting a thing that's in a cage that's true let's be very clear i do want to say it's already uh, about nine fifteen. yeah i think we're just gonna wrap finish fighting finish this scene with this do a long creature. rest and then call figure out a place to get a long rest yeah, yeah. like you said um So, uh, Sarah is going to cast, um, Spike Growth on the ceiling. Ooh. Good kid. Aw, so she saw what Gary did and was like, I'm gonna help. Mm-hmm. Wow. Miss having a bad day now. <laughs> um, and that's her turn. Alright, Gary. Uh, Gary is going to, uh, try to Thorn Whip. The salamander. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna make a melee spell attack. If it hits, it's gonna take piercing damage. And what what size classification is it? Uh, huge. 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 Mm. Well, it's not gonna get pulled. I don't know why, but I was picturing the size of like a golden retriever, and I guess because you're picturing Randall. Well, Randall's the size of a man. With it, but it's not gonna get pulled closer. I was picturing something that's ten feet tall. It's in a it's in a cage that's too small for it. Oh my god! I don't get it. Wah. We'll try Eldritch Blast one more time. <laughs> Y'all, I can't fucking... I have landed no one with is, one, no I landed one, one hit tonight. One. Okay. Uh, Rose. Oh, what does Rose do? God, we're not Tori, that's usually, how, that's usually how fights are for me. I hit it once. <laughs> but you hit it really hard! <laughs> yeah, but there was a, an Unearthed Arcana the other day that added a rogue thing where i can like spend my bonus action and my movement to get advantage so i can use my sneak attack and uh it rules very much rules that's that's the aim yeah yeah the thing is that it means that he can't move at all right yeah so i still have a reaction but like great yeah (laughs) rose is going to use a javelin Oh, we could have given the javelin to Rose. I think they're just on the ground. 
Yeah, she's an NPC. You don't have to worry about her items. Um, <laughs> they hold the I love yeah. items. They just work. <laughs> um, so that's a even with a plus ten to hit, that does not work. Okay. She missed. All right. Cool. Who's next? Uh, Thompson. I'm. I think I used my action already to go ahead and help Carberry. Yeah, oh, yeah. But so. as a bonus action, I'll swing the Falcon. Okay. Okay. Please hit once. No. Uh, fourteen. Oh, these are these are some dragon rolls. Oh, okay. Who's That's that? my turn. Salamander. Fun. Remember, every five feet. <laughs> every five feet. Um, it's going to turn around and it's going to multi-attack you and go ahead and roll the... Oh, does it doesn't have to get close to me first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to move towards you. It's going to take, um, 15 points. 15 feet? 15, 15 feet, feet, yeah. Okay, so it's going to take... Three, six, or, yes, 64. 64. Yeah. 64 and then... I think it's 64 points. We yep. wish. It could take it. Oh my gosh. One piece? You want me to roll some d4s? I could tell you what they say. No, I got. No, she's got, got so many dice. I got all of Rebecca's this, dice this too. Is, this is ten. Okay, ten, and then that's eight. Uh, six. Oh no, sorry, I misread it. Yeah, eight. Okay, so, eight, so eighteen. It takes okay. eighteen spiky damage. Just need to stay up. Just me. I know, I know, I know. And then it hits me, I assume. Okay, my AC is plus one. Yep. And then what did Rose do to me? Plus she... two to saving throws, which yes. is not helpful. Not right now. Um, and all damage is halved? All damage. Sweet. If, if all damage is halved and I save something, does that mean I don't get hit? I don't take any damage? Like No, I so... think you take a quarter, don't you? So for multi-attack, I'm going to make three attacks. Two claws and one bite. Sweet. Um, I thought it was if you got if you because like if you're a rogue and you do uncanny dodge, but then you also no, that's take... um that's a different one. That's a different thing. It's like evasion. It's evasion. Yeah, that's a level seven rogue thing. I don't have. That's gonna be. Otherwise, I would do that. <laughs> Twenty-one to hit for the first one. Yeah. Oh God. This is... Um. Seventeen to hit for the second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Hang on. Yep. And 12 oh, for the bite. You know what? I had one spell marked off, and it's mage armor, and that gives me 15. It doesn't do anything except for that last one. The bite does not hit. Okay. Yeah. I, I was like, why do I have a spell marked off? It's because I cast mage armor last session, I think. Yeah. So this, like, snake-like thing slithers towards you, um, and it's grabbing with these, like, six arms onto various, like, slagmites and slagmites slag tights that have grown out of the ceiling and the floor. Um, and it's getting pierced along the way because it's sharp, because you guys have made this dangerous terrain. What kind of noise is this making? Not pleasant. <laughs> Thank you, ASMR James. <laughs> um, it's just a guess. You are going to take... But I'm resistant. You are to everything. You're going to take um, nine for the first claw. Cool. And 14 for the second. Oh, I'm down. Damn it! Are you fucking 
you're okay, like prone so, in the cage. So set, but she's seven, not prone. She's down. Seven and four is eleven. What do you mean? So you take fourteen points. Oh, of damage. oh, right, half, half. Yeah. I'm still up. I have three points. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Louise Christ. <laughs> The okay. jaws of life, friend. It's a good thing that bite didn't hit. The bite does more damage. I know, that's always a tough thing. No. <laughs> Alright, Salamander, now it's your turn, Carberry. Wait, is it, is it Tori? Yeah, it's Carberry's turn. Okay, sorry. Uh, up there. <laughs> My turn? Misty step out with the satchel. Alright, we're done. We're done. Are you even gonna fucking kill it? No, no. run! Oh, no! Leave. I'm picking up Sarah and just booking it. With... She doesn't even resist. She's just like, this is where I live. <laughs> I'm like weaving a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like bracing my... I'm like bracing my crossbow with my knee or whatever. And I'm like, are we, are we going, are we going some, are we going somewhere? Run. Um, so you guys run out into the main chamber here. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you do at that point? We gotta we find heal a place. We need yeah. to, well, A, here, okay. here, heal Carver. I need to know what's in the fucking sack. If we work Dude, this hard to get it. We need to know what the heck this side quest is. I so examine the sack. Is the, this is the monster guarding the side quest. Um... Do you want me to look at it, or you want to look at it, Carberry? Yeah. I'm to heal you, so you can start describing it in the meantime. Okay, so who... You have the sack, Carberry. What do you do? Um, I give it to Spencer, I guess. Okay, and I'm going to tell you what you saw while you were standing on top of this dead body. Cool. <laughs> um, behind the salamander was the body of a sea elf. And I'm just going to assume that you perceive this because you're just great. Um, the body of a sea elf scholar with a peaked cap on his body hmm. and a copy of an ancient text in a satchel. That ancient text is in an archaic form of elvish. Hmm. And if you would like to know more, someone will have to read it. I'm going to read it. Do I? Oh, I don't see it, maybe. Yeah, you... you if, if you give it to Spence... You, Carberry gave it to you. Do you? You're going through the satchel. Is that what yeah, I'm doing? Okay. I, mm -hmm. I was a little off. I'm going to read it? Um, this text in Elvish, which is in very flowery yeah. um, and archaic form of Elvish, which is probably very familiar to you. But very, um, still very annoying to read, like probably even versus regular Elvish. Like when you read something from the 18th century and you're just like, for the love of God, get to the point. <laughs> um, but it seems to be speaking of a magical lost city, the priests of which had a tome said to contain the secrets of those who lived before the division of magic into various parts. And if you were to receive said tome, you would receive the feat Ritual Caster. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. Lost City Tome of Division of Magic. Um, could you send what you just said to me so I could think about it a little better? I got a little lost. But there's an Atlantis yeah. with a magic book in it. Yep. Got it. Very Atlantis. Atlantis with magic book. Hmm. 
I look at it, I go, huh, and I put it in my pocket, I guess. Um, what do we see in a, way, in a way of a place to sleep? Everything's very open right here. Is there... Would someone like to make a perception and or investigation check of the room yeah, with Darius? Like a perception no, check? I'll make a perception check. <laughs> Scary gets a, a high. Uh, uh, Gary 20... gets high. In character. <laughs> Gary gets high. Good. All right. So before you guys go, I will take this off. Okay. There is a door here that leads into this room. Okay. And you had high enough perception to know that there is also a concealed door here. Okay. Okay. Do we want to try and open this door and see if we can hide in there? Yeah. Let's, that. let's open that door and see if we can. I'm going to investigate it. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Not really. Nope, couldn't be worse. Couldn't be a worse idea. Got a one. Oh. <laughs> it looks perfectly safe. I see. Oh. I don't see anything bad about this, and I'm gonna try and open it. Um. Okay. Um. I am going to hold on. Dexterity saving throw for something like 40 damage. I have to... <laughs> I actually um, need everyone to make a wisdom throw. Oh, no. Yeah. I got a 17. And also, I have a question. Would this be considered a low-level psychic attack? Sure. Then I think I'm probably fine, because that's one of the things you wrote next to Harold. <laughs> 12 and 18. Um, 12 fails, 18 succeeds, 18, eight. 18 succeeds, 8 fails. Um, those who failed are, uh, frightened. Okay. And are too afraid to go near the door. Okay. But I'm okay. I'm going to try and open it. Open the door. Um, you open the door at the storeroom. Sleep place. Can I go through the door now? Yep. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm terrified. Yeah, you're terrified of the door, but once you're on one side or the other, you're fine. Okay. Did you lock the cell door that we hid the guards in? The yes. Caprice? You did? You never said that that's the thing that you did, so no. Then I walk back over and I lock it? I cast Cure Wounds on you at third level first. <laughs> uh, can I borrow your D8? I definitely yeah. closed the door, but I don't remember saying I locked it. I walk back over and I lock it? As you go back over, you can see the salamander starting to prepare another freezing breath. You healed 14 points of damage. I stay around the corner, and I lock the door with thieves' tools with my mage hand. How, mu how much did you say? 14. Uh, make a uh, sleight of hand check. Um, I gotta add together two numbers real fast, but okay. <laughs> I, I will. Hey, I'm, I'm back up to full health. Exactly. All right, buddy. Uh, oh, very good. Um, well over 25. Then, yes, it is locked. Okay. Well, is it well over 25? It's well over 20. 
17. Hey, you're good. It's locked. I 26. Promise. All right, they are locked in there. I'm scared. <laughs> you guys had an emotional evening. That was horrible. I it was one time. I made one hit. Yeah, Tori, uh, that's uh, what being, I mean, that's basically being a rogue, buddy. Like, you hit once and it's fine. It's good, but. Well, I'm not a rogue, Jake. That's the difference. We just had the worst possible luck. Yeah, you guys just, you guys rolled really bad and it had a really high DC. Or AC. We got Spencer's feed. I mean, it's it's AC with 17, guys. (laughs) Yeah. I put it in a cage for a reason. Thank you. (laughs) Ralphgar's Horde is DM'd by Sasha Rose Hudson. The players are in descending alphabetical order. Carberry, played by Bryn Ziegler. Gary, played by Rebecca Michelson. Renora, played by Tori Chancellor. Spencer Charlemagne, played by Jacob David Earl. And Tongs, played by Grayson Abel. We're produced by me, Jacob Earl, and our theme music is Ralphgar's theme off the album At Sea, available from latemoonrecords.com. Find out more information about the show and tune in next week at wrathgarshorde.com and as always we may be cursed but I promise we will make it through alive see you next week <laughs>